0: It's Football Friday. This is Southeastern Indiana's Sports Leader with high school football action on 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's head to the
1: gridiron for WRBI's Countdown to Kickoff. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from East Central High School for tonight's Class 4A South semi-state matchup between the number two Roncalli Royals and the number four ranked East Central Trojans. This is Rob Moorhead, joined by my partner Jerry Stanger, and we're excited to be bringing you this semi State action tonight as both of these teams are vying for a trip to next week's state finals on Friday afternoon at Lucas Oil Stadium. Tonight's game on Country 103.9 WRBI is being brought to you by Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, Fetty Auto Body, Maxwell Construction, H&R Block, Whitewater Motors, Blackhawk, Precision Ag, Hoosier Power Sports, Hornberger & Sons, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Ison's Family Pizza, Sieg Surveying, Huber Trucking, Southeastern Insurance, Bronze Gutswiller, and Hoosier Foreign auto service and jerry these two teams played just three short weeks ago with east central coming up on the short end of a 21 to 19 score to ron collie trojans really beat themselves in that ball game yeah they did rob uh, multiple turnovers multiple big
2: penalties uh they had a first and goal i believe inside the five uh came away with no points looking back if they kicked the three points that could have meant a win for east central you don't know how the game's going to turn out, but uh, I, I think the boys know and the coaches know that they beat themselves that night. Uh, some people said that Ron Colley walked off the field and not really felt like they didn't even win the game. Um, the Trojans out him them all over the stat sheet, uh, but the only one that matters is on the scoreboard. They had two missed extra points that night that would have at least set the game into overtime, so a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes by the Trojans on October 14th And even still, with all that, they had a a go-ahead touchdown called back with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter uh, by a penalty. So they know that they can play with the Royals. It's just a matter of cutting down the mistakes. Personally, I think this team has the talent if they play mistake-free. They can beat any team in the state of Indiana no matter what class they're in. I really believe that this team is that talented when they put it all together and they're clicking on the offensive side of the ball.
1: Jerry Indianapolis Ron Colley comes in at 12-1, and 1, East Central at 11-2. Last week, Ron Colley defeated New Pal 20-7 in the regional championship, while East Central, on the road, defeated Evansville Memorial 35-21. Jerry and I are going to take our first timeout of the night, a two-minute timeout, and we'll come back with more of our pregame show right after List. You are listening to High School Football Semistate Action on Country 103.9 WRBI
4: Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication, whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event. Maxwell Construction, your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in southeast Indiana since 1988, salutes all the area teams.
5: Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter is doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. And with Precision Planting SeedSense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know, from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Learn more about SeedSense and transform your planter today. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try SeedSense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag on State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit Blackhawk Ag
6: dot com today. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' D. Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet, heat, deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com in downtown Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is
0: Country103.9 WRBI.
1: Alongside my partner Jerry Singer, this is Rob Moorhead live from East Central High School in St. Leon, Indiana, for tonight's Class 4A South semi-state a rematch between the collie Royals and the East Central Trojans. Jerry, let's compare these teams a little bit as we're not too far away from the National Anthem. We'll take a break when that comes, but let's talk total offense, Jerry. The East Central Trojans scoring 39.2 points a game. Roncalli, 33.6. East Central, 391.8 yards a game. Roncalli, 366.8. Jerry, here's one of the differences. In some respects, East Central rushing 247.6. Roncalli, 279.9. East Central passing 144.2. Roncalli, only eighty-six point nine points a game, excuse me, yards a game on the on the in the, in the air. air. So what I'm saying, Jerry, as much as East Central likes to rely on the run, I think Ron Colley relies on it even more. Well,
2: you're looking at the, more than likely the uh, Mr. Football in the state of Indiana, Lou Hanson. He is uh, actually the second leading rusher in the state right now, as far as yards go. Uh, Josh Ringer is sixth in the state in rushing right now. And now that I say that, you might be looking at two future Mr. Indiana footballs you know? on the field here tonight. Don't you know. Luke Hanson and I think uh, Josh Ringer, uh, barring injuries next year, will have a great shot at uh, bringing home East Central's second Mr. Football uh, next year. So we'll have to see how that goes, but
1: go ahead, Rob. And Jay, let me tell you something here about Luke Hansen. Broke the school's career rushing right. record last week. And it was done so in about a season and a half. The record of 4,275 has stood since Joe Gilliam set it in 1985. Hansen needs only 290 yards to break the season rushing record at 3,165. Jerry, is it pretty good, easy to get yards if you're running behind three <laughs> Division One offensive linemen? Let's talk about It is in high school. Don't you know? You've got number 59, Lout, number 41, New, number 70, Skartvelt. And they are going, respectively, to Iowa, Central Michigan, and Northern Illinois. They're the center, the left guard, the left tackle. So if you're Ron Collie, you're going to the left you run it left, right?
2: Yep, no, for sure. You know, interesting, you know, stats can sometimes tell the truth, so can sometimes veil the truth. You know, Hanson, uh, you look at Josh Ringer and Hanson, Josh Ringer has over 2,000 yards rushing. And he has 165 less attempts on the season than Luke Hansen does. Think about that. So you think if Josh, and Josh has rarely, rarely seen a second half uh, really all season. Uh, You could count on less than one hand with a finger missing how many games he's played in the second half this year. So, you know, people said that years ago about Josh Martini. Josh Martini, back in 93 and 94, rarely seen a second half as well. So uh, those stats are, uh, could be a little bit misleading, but it really doesn't matter all in all. Uh, this is a big game here tonight, and uh, hopefully the Trojans can put it all together tonight. I think, you know, it's only the second time they played Memorial, but they went down there last year to Evansville, and they stumbled very, very badly after getting out to a quick start, 14 to nothing, never scored again. Another game where they had five turnovers, a touchdown called back, a touchdown pass dropped in the end zone. I think more than anything, last week, a mental hurdle might have been cleared by these guys. You sense just from being down on the field before the game and uh, the way the kids seem loose and the coaches were very loose and positive. Um, You know, a couple of them said it's up to the kids now. They are as ready, and we have them as ready as we can get them. It's up to them now to go out and perform. If they play a clean game tonight, Rob, I know you think the same way I do. That team will be very hard to beat in a red, white, and black down there if they can play a mistake-free game like they did last week.
1: Talking about East Central, continuing your point, Jerry, they won their 10th regional championship in school history. Cole Burton became the fourth Trojan in history to throw 40 or more touchdown passes for a career, and Josh Ringer broke the school record for rushing TDs in a season with 34 this season and became the fourth Trojan to surpass 2,000-plus rushing yards in a single season. His 2,033 yards are the third highest in history. And, Jerry, they had two 100-yard rushers last week with he and Brotherton both running for 100 yards. It was really a change in philosophy last week as the Trojans went to the ground and pound game like we see them do in the postseason.
2: Well, we talked to Jake after the game, and he said that there was something that they had seen on film that thought they could pick up on and and uh, work, and uh, they did it. We have I don't think we've seen all year where Cole Burton's up under center with Ringer and Brotherton split behind him behind the center. Uh, I said last week, it puts a lot more pressure on your offensive linemen to get their blocks a lot quicker as opposed to Ringer lined up uh, beat yep. back beside Burton in the shotgun. Um, so we'll have to see how it plays out here tonight and what kind of offensive Trojans are going to come out in.
1: Sounds great, Jerry. We'll be back after this two-minute timeout with more from East Central High School right after this on Country
7: 103.9 WRBI. Attention all motorists. The white-tailed deer are on the move and crossing the roads. Joe Fetty and his staff at Fetty's Auto Body remind you to be careful when driving your vehicle. And if you meet up with a white-tailed deer, have no fear. Call Fetty's Auto Body to get your car back in gear. If your vehicle has small dings or dents, let Fetty's Auto Body use veinless dent repair. Or if it's a major collision repair, Fetty's will work with all insurance companies. And all work is warranted. Fetty's Auto Body on North Dearborn Road in Sunman.
8: Rob Sig has been surveying land in southeastern Indiana for 30 years and has been licensed since 2002. This is the perfect time to order a land survey if you have a large wooded area that you would like to split, have fenced, or know where your property corners are located. It's always a good time to call Sig Surveying for all your land surveying needs. Call Rob Sig at 812-623-6700 or visit our website siglandsurveying.com.
0: Let's see. Tommy wants a Heisen UTV, and Bobby wants a Tau Tao ATV. Oh, and Susie's been very good. She wants a Tao Tau dirt bike.
3: Where are we going to get all that, Santa?
0: Easy, Snowball. We'll just make a stop at Hoosier Power Sports. Santa knows. Hoosier Power Sports is the Tri-State's
5: largest Heisen sales and service center, along with Tau Tau ATVs and dirt bikes, with a large selection in stock for Christmas and free layaway with $200 down. Hoosier Power Sports, next to East Central High School in St. Leon.
9: Whitewater Motors and West Harrison's the most trusted name in the car business. At Whitewater Motors, they treat each customer like they're special because they are. You have high expectations and the staff of Whitewater Motors enjoys the challenge of exceeding them every time. So when you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, stop by Whitewater Motors in West Harrison and let them show you. You'll see why they're the most trusted name in the car business online anytime at whitewatermotors.com.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country
1: 103.9 WRBI. Live from East Central High School in St. Leon, Indiana, Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you as we're just about ready for the Class 4A South semi-state between the East Central Trojans and Ron Colley Royals. Again, a rematch of a game that took place uh, just around a month ago where Ron Colley won by a score of 21-19. East Central's only other loss on the year was to Cincinnati Moeller 43-14. For Ron Colley, they've only got one loss on the season, also to an Ohio school, Jerry, in a tight one to Elder 24 to 23. Ron yep. Collie just two points away from being undefeated on the season. Yeah,
2: they, uh, like East Central, uh, when you're Indianapolis Annapolis Ron Collie, you're going to play the cream of the crop as far as your regular season schedule goes. And you look at uh, East Central's schedule, and while I'm thinking about it, uh, I give a shout out to two more area teams playing for semi state yes, championships yes, tonight on their home field. Three semi state games here in southeastern Indiana tonight. This one, Indianapolis Lutheran, is at North Decatur, and Monrovia is down in the pit at Larchburg. So three area
1: teams, a
2: chance to make the state championship game next weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium.
1: Jerry, the referee tonight in the white hat is Mike Eason. He signaled that the Trojans won the toss. They have deferred choice, and they will be kicking off to Ron Colley. The Trojans in Jerry's favorite uniforms, Black on black tonight. Black jerseys, black pants, black helmets, white numbers, red letter, or excuse me, red outline on those numbers. Ron Colley, they are all in white tonight. White jerseys, white pants, white helmets, and royal blue numbers. Ron Colley will receive this football and they will go from left to right as you look out of the press box on a cold, cold, wintry night here. In St. Leon, Indiana. But thanks to Athletic Director Donnie Stovefield, Jerry, we have a space heater in behind us yep. here in the press box. And uh, I'm downright comfortable up here, Jerry.
2: <laughs> Not bad at all. And the weather outside, as windy as it was today, it's still cold. Uh, but the wind is basically a non-factor. Special teams did another thing. Although there's no win, the football's going to be cold, probably will not travel as far. Um, Special teams was one of the things that hurt East Central a few weeks ago. Uh, Missed two extra points and missed a field goal. So we'll see what happens. And there go the lights out for me and Rob. You got it. Thankfully, we've got our own little mini lights in here, and we are just about set to go. A right to play for a state championship on the line here in St. Leon, Indiana tonight.
1: Ben Brandenburg and Andrew Ball wait back at their own five-yard line for the Nathan McPhee kick, and we're about ready to get this South State underway here from St. Leon. Nathan McPhee, the left hand in the air, approaches the football, swings the leg, kicks it with the left foot. It will be fielded and dropped at the five-yard line. Now picked up by Ball, running straight ahead out over the 15 to about the 17-yard line, and that is where Ron Cowley will start their first possession with the football. I
2: think already, dropping that opening kickoff, that's a direct, I think, relation to the cold weather here tonight. It is cold, probably in the 20s here as we kick off at 7 o'clock, St. Leon time.
1: Quarterback Aaron Moyers leads the Royals onto the field. The 6'5", 195-pound senior, thrown at 166 times on the year, completed 93 For 1,052 yards, but this offense runs through number zero tonight. Luke Hansen, the 6-foot, 184-pound senior on a first carry, is dropped for a loss on the play, Jer. I could not get the number.
2: I believe it was Pizanka. No, it wasn't Pizanka, but was next to him there? Connor Coon, number 43, drops Hansen for about a four-yard loss.
1: Great play. All the way back to the 13-yard line brings up second and 14. Ron Roncalli splits one receiver way out to the top of the formation. They have the quarterback Moyers in the shotgun with Hanson back there with him. Now they bring a receiver to the bottom of the formation as well. A man in the slot at the top, and now we've got a whistle and a timeout. Jerry, a timeout early after only uh, 39 <laughs> seconds have been played in the ball game. Ron Colley takes an early timeout. We're going to keep it right here, and I wonder what Ron Colley saw there. Maybe it was just had trouble getting the play in. The play clock was well. Down. I, I think the loss on first down. A lot of teams, even in
2: high school, script maybe their first five or ten plays. I doubt that that four-yard loss to start the game was part of the Roncalli script. They seemed a little bit discombobulated in a quick timeout by head coach Eric Quintana in his first year in charge of the Roncalli Royals as tradition-rich a program
1: in the state of Indiana as there is. Timeout is over. Roncalli has the offense out on the field. They send a man in motion. It's a handoff to Hanson running straight ahead over that left guard gets out across the 15 near the original line of scrimmage out to the 17 and that's going to bring up a third down and 10. Well here you go right
2: out of the chute you got third and 10 if you're East Central you got Ron Colley back inside their 20 and I'll probably say this I don't know how many times tonight in a game of this magnitude these are the ones you have got to get off the field if you're East Central's defense they've been stellar all
1: year long we'll see what they can do here Moyers goes under center. Now he steps back in the shotgun. Hansen stands off of his right shoulder. One man goes in motion. Back to pass is Moyers. Oh, yeah! Woo. Down he goes inside the 10 yard line. A sack by Braden Rouse, who came on a linebacker blitz and dropped him for a loss all the way back to the 8 yard line, Gary. Delayed blitz called by Doug Hogue, and it works to perfection.
2: The Royals never had a chance, and the Trojans should come out of this on Ron Colley's side of the 50-yard line. Great
1: job defensively to start the game. Jerry, you want to send a message? That's the way you send it, and they will be punting out of their end zone. Levi Whistler has punted it 29 times, a 38-yard average, and he is deep in his own end zone. Brotherton waits on it near midfield. Nice kick. Brotherton will fair catch it at the 44-yard line of Ron Colley, and the Trojans will indeed have it in royal territory. You kind of hold your breath a little bit there.
2: That first punt, that first time you touch the ball in a game of this magnitude, you get the butterflies out of your belly. Brotherton, a nice job, a nice punt under the conditions, and the Trojans will stake over They Actually, mark it officially at the 45.
1: 45, line it of Ron is. Colley. And let's see which offense comes out here, Jerry, if we're going to, they're not going under center. Cole nope. Burton is in the shotgun. Josh Ringer stands off his right shoulder. Two receivers to the top. Brotherton alone at the bottom of the formation. Trojans taking the snap. There's a swing pass out to Aston. Aston breaks a tackle. Gets out to the 40-yard line. Knocked out of bounds. That's good for a gain of four yards on the play, depending on where they mark him out. Maybe... Four yards on the play, second and sixth. A
2: bit surprised to see a pass to start the game, but a lot of confidence shown in Burton and Aston, and Aston actually broke a tackle about a yard behind the line of scrimmage, picked up
1: four yards. Now they bring two running backs into the backfield, still have Burton in the shotgun. Takes a snap, hands off to Brotherton. Brotherton takes it, running to the left, crosses the 40-yard line, runs over a tackler, dives down to about the 37-yard line, Still going to be about two yards short of the line to gain. Going to bring up third down and two. See where they put him down officially. Yep, it'll be a third and two. They got it at the
2: 37. They got to get the 35. Trojans go no huddle here. And they're going to
1: go under center with Burton. Two receivers at the top. Ringer and Brotherton in behind Burton. The handoff is Ringer. Ringer running around the left side this time. He dives across the 35-yard line, down to the 34. Enough for the first down. That moves the chains for the Trojan. Not much of a game, but he got three, only needed two, and Josh, a nice
2: job. Got some good blocks up front. Went down the line of scrimmage to the far side till they
1: found a little crevice. Got a first down. Trojans stay no huddle. They go back to the same formation with Burton under center. Ringer on the left, Brotherton on the right. It's Brotherton running to his left. Laterally to the line of scrimmage, gets back to the line of scrimmage, and not much more. Looks like number 19 for the Royals in there on the tackle. That's Dylan Henry, a 6'2 sophomore. Junior, make that. Junior. May have even lost a
2: yard to see where they mark it. Uh, they will give him the line of scrimmage.
1: Ron Colley, a nice job stringing it out. Wheat and Aston go to the top of the formation. Stinger down at the bottom of the formation, split out. Now Burton is in the shotgun, second and ten. Cole has it, hands it off to Ryan Brotherton. Brotherton goes over the right guard, jumps ahead for maybe a gain of two on the play, or just one, Jerry. I think they only gave him a yard, third down and
2: nine. They barely gave him a yard. I'm like you. I figured he got about two, maybe even three, but they mark him back right at the line of scrimmage almost, hit third and a long nine.
1: Wheat split out to the top, Aston split out to the bottom. Shotgun for Burton. Off his left shoulder is Ringer, who goes in motion. Back to pass is Burton. Looking down the field for Aston down the sideline. Aston tries to adjust to the football inside the five-yard line. It falls incomplete. Coverage out there by Judson Laurie, and that's going to bring up a fourth down, Jerry, and I think you're in position here where you're probably going for this. Well, they're going to bring the punt team in. But remember that
2: Josh Ringer is the punter. And the ball is on the 34-yard line. I will be surprised a little bit if he tries to run this for a first down against this Ron collie team. You know they know who the punter is. So you think they're playing field position
1: here and going to try to pin them deep? Yeah. I, I'd i be surprised if they don't punt. Got two receivers to the top of the formation. Once again, Ringer steps back into punt formation. He's running to his right, and he's tucking it, Jerry. He's going to keep make the it. football, nope. and he is not going to make it. doesn't even get to the 30-yard line. Josh gets maybe to the 32-yard line. He needed to get all the way to the 25, so the turnovers, the, the Trojans, I should say, turn it over on downs, and Ron Colley will take over. Ron Colley's just too good and too well coached, and they got East Central scouted out.
2: They knew that was a possibility, and they were ready for it, especially in that point in the field. If that had been back on East Central's, 34-yard line. Maybe Ringer gets the first down, but Ron was ready for it, and they're showing a lot of faith in their defense, too, by running that on a punt.
1: Seven minutes, 51 seconds left to play in the first quarter. No score here in the Class 4A South Semi-State. In the shotgun is Moyers. Hands it off to his running back. Running straight ahead goes Luke Hansen. Hansen positive yardage out near the 40 yard line at the 39 going to bring up second down and three well
2: you think this is one of them and every moment is so big in a game like this that this doesn't come back to Hurdy central here that's a heck of a gamble on fourth and two or three
1: yeah fourth and nine that's a whole different story Hanson, in beside Moyers, takes a handoff once again and running over that left side. The East Central defense stepped up there, kept him short of the line to gain. He does get a yard, maybe two, going to bring up third down and one.
2: You're not going to stop that young man on every time he carries a football, especially with that offensive line he's got. But East Central's defense on October 14th played as well as anybody has played Hanson all year. They held him about
1: 100 yards below his per-game average. Trevor Lauk and Sam New, the left tackle and the left guard, they're going to carry a lot of the load up front. This is going to be a quarterback keeper. They send a fullback out in front to clear the path, and Eric Moyers gets what he needs for the first down. That's about the 44-yard line of Ron Colley, and that'll move the chains. Not much, but only needed a yard. Give Hanson a little breather, let the
2: quarterback keep it.
1: And he's kept it a few times this yeah. year, Jerry, not a ton, He's carried it 58 times for 98 yards and three touchdowns. That's the quarterback, Eric Moyers. Hanson off the left shoulder of Moyers this time. They fake it to him. Moyers rolls out a little screen pass. The pass is complete in the East Central Territory. Run out of bounds at the 41-yard line. On the reception, Joe Parrott coming out of the backfield kind of out of a tight end slot or a fullback slot if you will that's enough for another first down for the Royals
2: that was number 10 Rob that is Nolan Tunney
1: I'm sorry Nolan Tunney I said 10 and then I've called the wrong number thank you Jerry
2: that's <laughs> yeah. why we got two of us up here <laughs> that's a nicely designed play he
1: faked the handoff into the line held the backers and then threw a nice pass out in the flat Hanson gets the handoff running over the center this time Across the 40, down to about the 37-yard line. gain a four on the play. Going to bring up second down and six. Clock runs with 5.45 to play here in half number one. As Quarter number one. Quarter talked, number one.
2: Talked earlier. More than likely, this game's going to go fairly quick unless one of these teams gets behind by multiple scores because they both love to run the football.
1: And with the running backs that they have, Jerry, why wouldn't you, yep. right? Ron Colley does split two receivers at to the top of the formation. That draws two defenders out there with him. They hand off to Hanson. Hanson running left once again, crosses the 35-yard line, down to the 34. Going to bring up a third and three situation for the Royals. I got to believe the Royals are in two-down territory yeah.
2: here at this point. Jerry. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. Third and three, unless they go backwards here on this third down play, you got to believe they'll go for it, even if they gain nothing here. You've got to believe they'll go for it on fourth down.
1: Seven minutes have been played in the football game. No score. Ron Colley driving the football in their second offensive possession. Moyers waits on the snap. Two receivers to the top. Moyers is going to keep this one himself. Goes over the right guard and does not get the first down. A great hit that time. 43 for the East Central Trojans. What do you got, Jerry? That was a direct snap to Hanson that time. Thank you, sir. Kind of a... uh, Wildcat, Wildcat. if you will. They
2: ran some of that last week. uh, Connor Coon on the tackle that time. Going to bring up fourth down and two. Go ahead, Jerry. No, they ran some of that last week against New Pal in the second half. I think that's kind of the unveiling of it. And we see it for the first time tonight there. Last week, number 17 ran that a lot. Andrew Ball, six-foot senior. But that
1: was handsome taking the direct snap. Fourth and two. Big play in this football game. Eric Moyers in a shotgun. Hanson beside him with a fullback in front hansen gets it east central makes first contact but hansen on second effort gets what he needs for the first down as he gets to the 30 yard line and that will move the chains east central had a shot at him jerry but credit to hansen for the second effort that
2: is a reason right there why that young man is so highly thought of he was hit twice before he reached the first down marker and fought through both tackles, and that is the one thing that Rice says about him. He is tough, and he is quick, and he is hard to bring down, and he got his team a big first down right
1: there. Two receivers split out to the bottom of the formation. One goes in motion. They hand it once again to Hanson. Hanson getting down near the 25-yard line, a gain of five on the play, second down and five.
2: Already the 10th play of this drive coming up for the Royals, which started back at their own 32 after the trojans tried to run josh ringer out of punt formation for a first down and was held way short and boy how many times do you see this when a team gambles and loses the other team comes right back
1: and motors down the field that's what the royals are doing right now three minutes 12 seconds left to play in quarter number one hansen off the right shoulder this time spins out they're going to throw the football down the left sideline it's up in the air caught is it a reception it is it is caught by the wide receiver nolan tunney out there tunney catches the football inside the five yard line at the four and it is first and goal but there's a flag on the play a flag on the play and ron is walking back to the original line of scrimmage that flag is right in the middle of the football field at about the 16 yard line
2: the one ref pointed towards east central i think it's going to be against the trojans
7: Yep.
1: So it see. is against East yep. Central, Jerry, and it'll be a first and goal situation for Ron Colley. I don't understand what the call was. I, I, never, I don't know if you
2: caught it. I've never seen a signal. Um, I have no idea what the call was. So
1: Ron Colley is set up first and goal from the four-yard line. you got to believe Hanson's going to get this football, oh, Jerry, as he so. has scored 32 touchdowns on the year. You're looking at Luke Hansen more likely four carries in a row right here. They do split one man way to the top of the formation. Excuse me, to the bottom of the formation. One to the top and one in the slot. One man in motion. There's a handoff to Hansen. He touchdown. goes over the left side for a touchdown and you go behind yep. those Division One offensive linemen. He dives into the end zone for a touchdown and Ron Colley strikes first. They're on top six to nothing. You know,
2: a little momentum is all they needed right there. They it was absolutely stymied three and out the first time. They shut the Trojans' fake punt run down and right down the field, and they take the early lead six to nothing here with three minutes to go in the first quarter.
1: Levi Whistler on to attempt the extra point. Another left-footed kicker, Jerry. He's thirty-three of thirty-seven on the season. Swings the left leg. It is up and it is good. Ron Colley. Goes on top, 7-0 with 258 left to play here in quarter number one. 30-second timeout. Be back with more of the Simma State matchup right after this
10: on 103.9 WRBI. Hornberger and & Sons and & Sundman is your start-to-finish plasterer and drywall EIFS contractor. Family owned and operated and serving the tri-state area since 1953, they have the experience that your job deserves. They offer interior and exterior cladding services for both light commercial and residential clients, install and finish new drywall, as well as performing repairs and renovations on existing interior and exterior walls. Hornberger and & Sons and & Sundman. Visit their website at HornbergerSons.com and like them on Facebook.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI.
1: 7 to nothing is our score. Ron Collie on top of East Central. 2.58 to play in quarter number one. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Sanger. with you here live from St. Leon. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service. Fetty Auto Body and Maxwell Construction. Handling to kick duties again will be Levi Whistler, I believe who will set this one down. He learns number 54. Not your typical kicker's number. Yeah. It'll be Eli Aston waiting deep, I believe. Yep. Uh, for the kick here for the Trojans, standing right about his three-yard line. Trojans find themselves trailing. Seven to nothing. A nice drive that time by Ron Colley, Jerry. Yep, very nice drive. Nice pass completion right at the end of that drive down the far sideline. All right, Jerry. They will throw it a few times just to keep it honest. Whistler kicked the extra point with his left foot. He's kicking off with his right. That is freaking me out. That is and crazy. it is fielded by that Aston is crazy. at the 5-yard line. He's hit and dragged down at the 17-yard line. And a nice play out there by the Ron Roncali defender, Judson Laurie. And East Central will start deep in their own territory. And he blew right by Ryan Brotherton,
2: who was trying to block him. And uh, I'm not sure. I guess what I just said was true. Ryan was trying to block him, but... Uh, Did not do a good job of it, and
1: he brought Aston down at the 17-yard line. First and ten Trojans. East Central looks like they're coming heavy formation here, Jerry, and they are. They are going with eight offensive linemen, basically. A quarterback under center, Brotherton and Ringer in behind. Ringer gets the handoff, not much there. Josh runs over the center. Good second effort by Josh Ringer and Cole Burton to push him from behind. He gets it out just past the 20-yard line. We'll give him a gain of four, bring up second down and six.
2: You know, they had success with it last week against Memorial, but the Roncalli Royals up front are much bigger
1: than the Evansville Memorial Tigers were last week. Those yards are going to be a little bit more difficult to come by. They bring two receivers in this time, still under center, and they hand this one off to Burton. Burton gets a nice block from Ringer, and Burton gets it out across the 25, out to the 26-yard line. Just one shot, one yard short of the line to gain, looking at third down and one.
2: This is a game where the offensive lineman has really got to work extra hard to get, maintain, and sustain their blocks against the Royals. they got some big dudes up front on defense, too, not just offense.
1: Brotherton takes the handoff over the right guard position. I believe that his forward progress, Jerry, will get him Aye, the boy, yards he needs for the first down. I don't know, Rob. Rob. I got him at the 32 and a half, and I thought he just needed the 32, and yep, it is. They the are going to, boy, he
2: just barely got it. I can't believe they're not even going to measure. Although Ron Colley can call for a measurement if they want
1: to. It's too cold to measure, Jerry. Too clock cold runs, to measure. Clock <laughs> runs inside <laughs> 150 to play here in quarter number one. You guys stay over there. <laughs> uh Fish Linda Whitehead says, I got it. We're good. First and ten Trojans. Burton. Hands off to Ringer. Josh running to the right. Carries a would be tackler with him. Nice run by Josh Ringer out across the 35. Nine yards. To the 36 yard line. Second and one. Nice
2: run by Josh, his longest of the night.
1: Goes over the right guard slot on that one. We have Patrick Snyder, Braden Bates over there on the right tackle slot. Cleared a hole for Josh Ringer.
2: Got to get his shoulder pack tucked back in by his
1: quarterback, Cole Burton. Second one really opens the playbook here, Jerry's. We're down to a minute to play in quarter number one. They do have Wheat split way out to the bottom of the formation. Going to hand it to Brotherton this time, running that direction to the left. Brotherton's got the first down. Still on his feet across the 40, out to the 43-yard line. Give him the 44. Gain of about six on the play. First and ten for the Trojans. Grinding
2: it out. Here The a few plays here. Sixth play of this possession coming up. Started back on the Trojans' seventeen. They have it out to their own 43.
1: Could be the last play of the quarter Is there's 40 seconds left in the quarter. Two receivers top of the formation. Under center, they hand this one to Josh Ringer. Ringer picking his way through the line on the left. Now Josh has oh! had a shoestring tackle to bring him down at midfield. A nice gain for Josh, but a tackle by number eight of the Roncalli Royals, Jordan Martin. The six-one senior saved a big gainer there. Brings up second down and three. It would look like Josh was going to get a little bit more there, but as you said, Martin
2: come out of nowhere with the shoestring tackle, and that will be the end of the first quarter, Rob.
1: First quarter ends. The East Central Trojans trailing the Roncalli Royals 7-0. A 60-second timeout, and we'll be back with second quarter action right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Thinking of moving,
4: maybe settling in a state? How about both? One call covers it all with Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666
11: untangling your headphones finding the right remote saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call so you can worry about more important things like finding a new favorite shirt that simple human
12: sense ask the professionals of southeastern insurance in batesville or greensburg if auto owners make sense for you southeastern indiana's sports voice is country
1: 103.9 wrbi ready for second quarter action here there's the handoff to josh ringer on second down and three josh gets across midfield into roncali territory still going to be about one yard short uh, the first down gonna bring up third down and one with East Central trailing Ron Cowley seven-nothing. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger with you. Eric Thomas, the PA man, helping me out here. Saying Joe Parrott actually kicked that extra point for Ron Cali. He's the left-footed kicker, so that's why a kicker had two different legs. It wasn't the same guy. Almost drawing the Royals offside. Cole Burton with the hard count. They did not jump, though, because they're playing about a half a yard off of the line of scrimmage. There's a handoff to Brotherton running to the left. Brotherton has enough for the first down as he gets it down to the 44-yard line. Move the chains for East Central.
2: So far, so good.
1: A nice little drive. Nothing explosive by East Central. And Jerry, Eric also informed me that the penalty that we did not see called was a defensive holding against East Central. That was declined obviously by Ron Colley because the pass was caught inside the 5 yard line so it was a defensive hold so we're caught up now buddy First and ten, Trojans on the move we're caught up everywhere but the scoreboard Brotherton running behind a wall of blockers takes the handoff takes it across the 40 down to the 39 yard line a gain of 7 on the play or make it 6 going to bring up 2nd down and 4
2: keep doing what you're doing Boy, they the, got a push that time, Jerry. The more success that these guys have running the ball up front, your line
1: starts to feel it a little bit. RJC. That's what you want. Noah Annis, Noah Schneider. Those guys moved the pile up there that time. Second down. Quite well, a few
2: Trojan fans down south tonight in Sevierville Pigeon Forge area. Getting ready for the uh,
1: Ringer. Breaks one. Ringer inside the 20. Breaks a tackle down in the 10. Still spinning on his feet at the 5. Josh Ringer carries it all the way inside the 5. Down to the 3-yard line. Make it the 2-yard line to set the Trojans up first and goal. A simple handoff to Ringer in the backfield. And, Jerry, that's making something out of nothing. Boy, oh, boy,
2: what a run by Ringer. It seemed like just about everybody on the Roncalli defense had a hand on Josh. But he kept breaking tackles, breaking tackles, and that is a typical
1: Josh Ringer run. Down on the two, first and goal, 40-yard run. Ringer gets it again on the handoff, running right over the center, and he's near the goal line. We'll see if we get a signal from the official. Nothing yet. I think they're going to mark him just short. Going to bring up second down and goal. Boy, he is right on the goal line. I mean right on it. Josh took that handoff. Right behind Cole Burton. He ran right over the left guard. Let's it is see. about a foot from the goal line. it be interesting to see if they go QB sneak here or if they give it back to Ringer or Brotherton who's standing behind Burton. QB sneak it is. They all get the push on the pile. A signal, there and is there no it signal. is. Yep, there touchdown. you go. A one-yard touchdown by Cole Burton. Puts East Central on the board with 9.20 to play in the first half. Burton... Watching him
2: before the game in warm-ups and just watching his mannerisms on the field through the whole pregame. Cole is probably the most fired-up person on the Trojan sideline tonight. Outwardly showing it, I should say. That does not mean nobody else is fired up. But he is playing with a lot of emotion here tonight. And these are some
1: big, big, big extra points right here. McPhee lines up for the extra point. Nathan McPhee... 54 for 62, including 5 for 5 last week. This one is up, and it is good, and we are tied. 7-0, McBee's extra point. Ties this ballgame up 7-7 seven seven with 9.20 left to play in the first half.
2: What a great answer by the Trojans. Talk about that drive, Jerry. All runs, 12 plays, all on the ground, 83 yards. The big one, of course, right before the score by Josh Ringer. And that's got to give your offense a ton of confidence right there to be able to bounce back against the Roncalli Royals and take it right down the field. Now can the defense feed off that momentum and shut the Royals down here? Two long drives by each team. 11 plays, 68 yards by the Royals. 12 plays, 83 yards by the Trojans. We are tied at 7 nine twenty left here in the first half
1: tripped a trip to lucas oil stadium on the line for both of these teams indeed jerry let's talk about that because on the other side of this bracket it's kokomo up there playing for the in the north semi-state taking on new prairie both those teams at 12 and 1 the winner of this game takes on the winner of new prairie and kokomo <laughs> 9.20 left to play here in half number one. We're all tied up at seven in the Class 4A South Semi State. Nathan McPhee set to kick off, waiting deep. Brandenburg and Ball. The left foot of McPhee boots this one. That may well be a touchback. It yeah. is. Woo. On a cold night in St. Leon, Nathan McPhee is fired up yep. with a touchback.
2: He's really gotten better on his kickoffs as the years progress. And we've heard Coach Miners talk about it. he's not doubling up in two sports right now. Soccer's been over for a while. His legs are fresher, more rested and you're seeing the end result of that here probably in about the last three or four weeks really since about the tournament got started.
1: Ron Colley Royals bring their offense back out onto the field. Last time they had it, they went 68 yards and 11 plays for a touchdown. Lou Canson stands in beside his quarterback, Eric Moyers. Moyers in the shotgun. And, Jerry, they should be running right at us over the left side of that line with three D-1ers. They do indeed. He makes a little jump cut at the line of scrimmage. Goes forward for maybe two yards. Going to bring up second down and eight. Good job. I think Louis Gray was in on that tackle. Eli Aston even came up from his safety spot to make a little contact. It looked like they had just a little bit of a hole for him, but as you said, it closed quickly.
2: And I thought the ref did a real nice job there because it looked like he might have eked out another yard or so. But the ref right on the spot there, saying his knee was down after about a two-yard gain.
1: Luke Hanson, the real deal, 2,876 yards coming in, averages 7.4 yards per carry. Second down and eight. Clock runs at 8.39 here in the first half. Hansen again, flag flies. Hanson nowhere to go. Dylan Maxwell there to chase. Number 21 for the Trojans gets in and helps bring him down as well. That's Andrew Roy. He's dropped uh, for a loss on the play. There's a flag down, Rob. Yes, sir. Back inside the 20-yard line at about the 18. We'll see what this penalty is. Jerry, it was right when the ball was snapped. It's going to be a motion against the Royals. And if that's a declinable
2: penalty, I'm sure the East Central will decline it because Hanson lost
1: about two yards there or Three. One of the officials comes over to talk to Jake Miners about what he wants to do on that one. It is declined. And, and as Jair called it, Jake will decline that penalty. So with the loss on the play, that's going to bring up third down and about, well, they put him back to the original line of scrimmage here. They marked yep. it at the 20, so they gave him forward progress. So it's third and 10, a big play here for the Trojans. Huge play. They're, here. All, they're all huge. Boyers in the shotgun. Hansen stands beside him. Hansen leaves. Boyers back to pass under pressure. Gets away from Rouse. Still moving, looking for a receiver on the far sideline. Over his intended receiver's head. Incomplete. Nolan Tunney was the target. And that's going to bring up fourth down. The Trojan defense answers, Jer. I didn't get the
2: number on the young man in red, white, and black, but again, Doug Ho calls a delayed blitz. And that blew the play up because Morris was setting up to throw, and he had one of the Trojans coming right at him. And that forced the incompletion, and Rob said Roncala will have to punt it away. And again, barring a miscue here, Tree Central should get a
1: really good field position. Whistler inside his five, waiting on the snap. Aston and Brotherton stand just on the Trojan side of midfield. A nice high punt. Brotherton's going to field it, and Fair catches it at the 46-yard line of East Central. So the Trojans have good field position to start this next possession. Their last possession, they went 83 yards on 12 running plays, Jerry. Let's see if they can keep that momentum going. I'll tell you what, as cold as it is tonight so far,
2: the kicking team for both teams has been very, very good. Any Lutheran leading North Decatur 7-0.
1: Middle so of the second tonight. quarter. Jerry, that's a close ball game yep. there. Andy Lutheran, the defending state champ, number one in Class 1A. And a heavy favorite tonight against North. Josh Ringer has the football on the handoff. Josh gets out across midfield into Ronkali territory. Dragged down at the 49 yard line. Again, a gain of five on the play. Bring up second down five. That was a great punt by the Royals. Really was. Nice hang time that was
2: on great. that. Great. That's going to say. Great hang time for such a cold night. And we see Nathan McPhee
1: boom one into the end zone before that. So the uh, the kickers are juiced tonight for sure. Again, under center goes Burton. Two running backs in behind him. Aston comes in motion. They hand this one to Josh Ringer. Ringer bounces off the piles, takes it to the left, gets down to the 45-yard line, needs the 44 for the first down, third and one for the Trojans.
2: They brought Aston to motion from the far side to, to the near side just to give the rules something to think about. Then give it to Ringer straight ahead. Third and one from the Royals 30 or 45 for the Trojans. And yes,
1: Rob, I believe again this is four-down territory. Well, when you're so close to the line to gain, right? I yep. mean, we talked about their first possession, they had a fourth and nine here. Unless you use lose some yardage, you're gonna be in good shape here. Brotherton gets it running to the left. Brotherton has a first down. Had a nice head of steam and yeah, pulled down at the 41-yard line. Gets about three on the play, two more than he needed, and that'll move the chains for the Trojans. It I seemed
2: just what you've seen, Rob. It looked like he turned a corner and really had a head of steam, but somebody come up and got him around the shoe tops again, or Ryan still might be running.
1: Wheat's going to split way out to the bottom of the formation. Aston goes in the slot. Burton goes back under center. Cole hands this one off to Brotherton, running left. Brotherton. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. Powers forward for two yards before he's drugged down at the 38-yard line. Second down and eight. Six. Clock runs. I'm sorry. You were going no. there. Yeah. Go, go
2: for it, bro. Yeah, 6.20 to go in counting. First half tied at seven. Trojans with the ball.
1: I think second it hit down us, and seven. It hit us both that we needed to tell people how much time was <laughs> yep, left here. Yep. So, uh, great minds, right? Second down. Sure. Tell my wife that. I got gotcha. you. There's a handoff to Ringer this time. Ringer turns it up goes over the center and gets positive yardage inside the 35 down to the 33 yard line gain of about five on the play looking at third down and two.
2: Third down and long two again josh slight of build if you look at him but he has got some power in those legs he is tough to bring down as is Hanson, his opposite number here tonight as i said earlier good chance that you might be looking at the two next Indiana Mr. Footballs in the state of Indiana. Hanson, odds on favorite this year, and Josh Ringer, a heavy favorite for next year.
1: Ringer takes the handoff, gets across the 30 down to the 29, and that'll be enough for a first down on a four yard gain by Josh Ringer. And that's another one of those, Jerry, where Cole Burton hands yeah. it to him and then gets behind him yep. and shoves him. Yep. It works, and it's-, it's legal. Never used to be legal. I know. I like that. <laughs> First and ten Trojans. Ball on the 29-yard line. Ringer. Nope. They fake the handoff to Ringer. They pitch to Aston running to the outside. Aston breaks a tackle. Flag comes in as Aston gets taken down it's at be the against, 20-yard line. I'm sorry, Rob. It's nope, going to be against East Central. Most likely a hold, Jer. Would you put some money on that? A hold or a block in the back. Not that I want to get you into your gambling yep, habits. Yep. It's a <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is a hold. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? They probably could have called a block in the back, too, on uh, number 11, Wheat, because he was blocking his man in the back, Cole Wheat.
1: So it'll be 10 yards from the spot of the fouls. Let's see what that does to them in terms of where this ball down and distance lies. And it doesn't hurt them as bad as you might think, Jerry. In terms of down and distance, it's going to be first down and 12. Uh, but that means they were probably looking at a second down and two yeah. had the penalty not happened. Yeah. So first and 12 for the Trojans. Eli had a nice game there, and it called back. Crowding line to scrimmage, Ron Collie. East Central, hands this one off. Josh Ringer bounces off a tackler, rolls inside the 30 down at the 29-yard line. We'll give him three on the play, bring up second down and nine. That's really closer to second down and 10, Jer. Yeah, for sure. You might have to see the Trojans throw one up here. Clock runs inside four and a half to go in the half. Trojans and Royals tied at seven here in the Class Four A South Semistate. And Burton is indeed in the shotgun. One receiver at the bottom, two at the top. They hand this one to Ryan Brotherton. Brotherton gets it inside the twenty-five yard line, down to the twenty-four. A gain of four on the play. Going to bring up third down. And five. Well, to keep it on the ground, they
2: got two plays to get five yards. As we are under four minutes to play in the first half, tied at seven. And the winner of this game moves on to Lucas Oil Stadium next Friday afternoon for a 3:30 kickoff in the 4A state championship game.
1: Third and five. Two receivers, top of the formation. Burton hands it off, sorry, Jer, hands it off to Ringer. Ringer running straight ahead inside the 20, down near the 18, 19-yard line, very near the line to gain. The Trojan fans think he has it. Let's see what the call is from the official. There's been no signal. Now there is one. First down, Trojans. Move the chain. First and 10, just a power run that time by Josh Ringer.
2: This is when your offensive line, not to say Ron Colley's not going to make some plays the rest of the game, but this is when your offensive line really starts to feel it, and they start to feel
1: good about what they're doing, and they're playing with confidence. Three tight ends now. They hand this one off to Brotherton, running to the heavy side of the formation. Ryan going left, getting down near the 15-yard line. Nice gain on the play of three. going to bring up second down and seven.
2: Just what you want. Pick up about four yards. Time is on your side. <laughs> Second and about six from the Royal 15. Three minutes to go and counting. First half.
1: Again, heavy formation. This time the heaviest to the right, and they hand it to Ringer running that way. Josh, picking a hole, spinning off a would-be tackler, getting down to about the 11-yard line. Still going to need about three more for a first down. We'll be looking at third and three. Be an interesting call. If they do not get a first down here because
2: you are in field goal range, obviously for Nathan McPhee, but I'm sure they would love to get six here.
1: Trojan Trojan stay heavy. Extra lineman to the left this time. They hand it to Ringer running right. Josh dives near the 10-yard line, reaches the football out, and you're going to have that interesting call right here. Fourth and one from the 10-yard line. You need a yard for the first down. Or are you going to take the points with the extra point? Cole Burton certainly wants to go for it. Yep. And it looks like the Trojans may end up calling a timeout as we're down at 2:04. Burton goes up under center. Now the official blows his whistle. Ron Colley calls the timeout. Jerry, take me through this one. What are you thinking? Well I, I don't know, Rob. It's
2: it's a, it's they're obviously in high school. The goal is not a gimme. It wouldn't be much more than an extra point, probably, about, uh, probably about a 27-yarder, which he's made. Yep, 27-yard field goal attempt. He doesn't have the best angle. That's why I thought they might
1: run it towards more of the middle of the field. Let me ask you this, partner: Do you think at all in the back of your mind about what happened last week with a field goal getting blocked and yeah. run back for a touchdown? Uh, maybe they do. Um, Evansville Memorial's Jackson Draper picked yep. up the block field goal and took it about 85 yards for a touchdown last week. So uh, power running game that you've got. You've got Josh Ringer. Ryan Brotherton's running the ball well. Cole Burton has picked up some positive yardage on quarterback sneaks, Jer. So we'll see what they decide to do. Well,
2: like they say sometimes, my next game coaching will be my first. Yep. I would have loved to see. Them have a play ready if they didn't make it
1: there, and hurry up to the line of scrimmage and catch Roncalli napping. Trojans going Wildcat here. They put Brotherton and Burton side, excuse me, Brotherton and Ringer side by side. Looks like Brotherton will take the snap. Extra offensive lineman on the right to hand it to Ringer. He's hitting the backfield. He stays on his feet and then he gets clobbered at the 11-yard line, and he will not nope. get the first down. Number 18, JJ Pendergast, the 6'2 junior linebacker, made just an enormous stop for the Royals. Well, there's. <laughs>
2: it's easy to say now. They get stopped for no gain. Actually, lost a yard. Boy, you hope that does not come back to haunt him in a game that you would think is going to be pretty tight now. You've got to clamp down on defense and f- make sure you don't give Ron Colley any room to breathe here and go into the locker room tied at half
1: because you do get the football to start the third quarter. Ron Colley will take over at their own 12-yard line inside two minutes to play here in the first half. You just got to give credit to Ron Colley on a nice defensive yep. stand. Yeah, Hansen takes the handoff, running straight up the middle. He gets out to the 15, maybe the 16-yard line. Going to bring up second down and six. Superintendent Carl Gailey from down at Lawrenceburg with a text message says 7-0 Tigers, 336 left in the first quarter. Monrovia playing them tough. And North Decatur has tied that football game up. With Indy Lutheran, 7-7. Seven to seven, Thanks to Brent Lee for the score update. Second down, Hanson takes the handoff. Gets out near the 20-yard line. Dropped at the 19. Going to bring up third down and three. Ron Colley seems content to let the clock run out here. And, you know, with
2: Hanson back there, there's always a chance he's going to break one. But they are in no hurry whatsoever to run a play here. And we're at 105 and counting in the half. Tied at seven. Boy, you wonder if that will come back and haunt East Central. Boy, you, you sure hope not, but I didn't
1: really thought long and hard about taking the three right there and getting the lead. Hanson takes the handoff, running straight ahead. Hanson spins out to the 25, now the 27-yard line, and that'll move the chains for the Royals. Well, and that also
2: does not allow the East Central offense back onto the field here with the first down. Ron Colley can now run out the clock, but, man, you you got to be gang-tackling on Hansen here.
1: No doubt about it, Jerry, because he's a load, and he can break it. Uh, Hansen comes into this game six five one ninety five. 195. Back to pass is Moyers. Moyers looking down the far sideline, has a man out there, incomplete, over the hands of the receiver, Ben Brandenburg. Brandenburg had a step on the defensive back, Jerry, but it's incomplete.
2: He sure did. He had Andrew Roy Roy, beat by about a yard, and it just went off his hands. That was a nice throw by Moyers. Yes, but it was. But, again, if that pass was thrown in uh, August or September.
1: There's a penalty flag, Jerry. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you there. No, that's fine. Illegal shift
2: against Ron Collie. Go ahead. But I was going to say, maybe in August or September that pass is complete, but. The cold conditions could have had something to do with that because it went right off the fingertips of the intended receiver.
1: It's a five-yard penalty on the illegal shift. Makes it first and 15, 23.8 seconds left to play here in the half. We're all tied up at seven here in this Class 4A South Simms State. Moyers back to pass again under pressure. Moyers trying to escape. Gets out past the original line of scrimmage across the 25, out to the 26-yard line. Clock runs inside 13, and Ron We'll call a timeout with 11.3 seconds left, looking at a second down at
2: 11. You just got to keep everything in front of you here if you're East Central. 11 seconds. I'm surprised if they're going to call a timeout. Why didn't they save some time? The Trojans have not have not even used a timeout in this half, but that is Roncalli's last one. They had to take one, the second play of the game, and uh, took one a few moments ago when East Central was on offense.
1: Tonight's Class 4A Semistate brought to you on WRBI by h Block, Whitewater Motors, Blackhawk Precision Ag, and Hoosier Power Sports. So the Trojan defense under the direction of Donnie Hogue. I'm sure they are talking about wrapping up ball carriers right now, Jerry, and not getting beat deep on any long passes here. They might play a little bit of prevent it's what you're with the there. secondary.
2: Royals got one receiver out in the formation. Actually, two. They got a guy in the slot
1: now to the top side. You got it, brother. It's going to be second down and 11. Ball on the 27-yard line. 11.3 seconds in the half. Moyers drops back to pass. Looking to the top, trying to hit out of the backfield. Hanson, ball goes out of his hands as well. Falls incomplete around the 32-yard line seven seconds left in the half, you'll be facing a third and 11. Well, if they elect to throw it, they could conceivably get two more plays out of this. Barring an
2: incompletion or somebody getting out of bounds, probably the
1: last play of the half. Play clock runs inside 15 seconds. The Royals looking over to the sideline for the play call. Moyers has Hansen standing beside him on his left. Two receivers top of the formation. Moyers hands it off to Hanson. Hansen looking for running room. Does have some. Gets out across the 40-yard line. He's drugged down at the 43-yard line as the clock hits zeroes. Carson Pizanko, good credit for the tackle. And we've reached the end of half number one in the Class 4A South semi-state. With the East Central Trojans and the Roncalli Royals tied at seven. Jerry and I will take a three-minute timeout, and we'll be back with our halftime show right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI.
5: Huber Trucking, just off I-74 in Sunman, is a proud supporter of East Central High School football. They congratulate the Trojan players, their parents, and coaching staff on a great season and are rooting them on in the playoffs. Call Huber Trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand, gravel, and any kind of stone product. That's Huber Trucking, 812-623-3570. A proud supporter of East Central High School football.
3: You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees.
5: H&R Block,
13: with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and
12: Versailles. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. So, before you travel over the river and through the woods to visit the family, make sure you call and schedule your car's winter service at Hoosier Foreign Auto Service. At HFAS, they specialize in most foreign vehicles, from oil changes to major repairs. Call Hoosier Foreign Auto Service to schedule your car. 812 576 2181. Hoosier Foreign Auto Service is located next to East Central High School in St. Leon.
4: Maxwell Construction Company would like to wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication, whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event. Maxwell Construction, your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in southeast Indiana since 1988, salutes all the area teams.
5: Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter is doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. And with Precision Planting SeedSense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know, from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter, learn more about SeedSense, and transform your planter today. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try SeedSense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. On State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit blackhawkag.com.
0: Today. This is the halftime pigskin review show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats
1: and area football scores. Thank you very much to Jeff Smirdell back in the studio. Rob Moorhead and Jerry Stanger with you. It's halftime here in the Class 4A South Semi State. The number two ranked Ron Collie Royals are tied with the number four ranked East Central Trojans, 7 to 7. At the half, the East Central Trojans won the toss and deferred, giving the ball back, giving the ball up to Ron Cowley for the first possession of the game. Ron Cowley started that drive at their own 17 yard line. The Trojan defense stood strong, dropping Hanson for a loss on the first play and staying strong the next two downs to force a punt on fourth down. East Central got the ball in great field position at the 44 yard line of Ron Cowley. The Trojans turned it over on downs as they went for it. With a ball at about the 35-yard line, the Trojans went for a fake punt on a fourth and nine. Josh Ringer unable to get to the line again, and the Trojans gave the ball back to the Royals, who took over at their own 32-yard line. 11 plays and 68 yards later, Hansen took the ball into the end zone on a four-yard touchdown run. Parent came on for the extra point. It was good. 7 and nothing with 2.58 left to play in quarter number one east central received the kickoff and started on their own 17 yard line and they started a lengthy drive of 12 plays and 83 yards all those 12 plays were runs including a long acrobatic run by josh ringer to set the trojans up first and goal inside the five yard line it was a one yard quarterback sneak for a touchdown by cole burton mcphee's extra point was good and with 9.20 left to play in the half, the Trojans had tied up the Royals 7-all. Ron Colley went 3-and-out in their next possession, East Central. Took over the ball after a punt at the 46-yard line. The Trojans got it down inside the 15-yard line and went for it on 4th and 1. And Josh Ringer was stopped for a loss at the 12-yard line. The Trojans gave the ball over on downs to the Royals. The Royals started that drive at their 12-yard line. They got it out near midfield, but the time ran out on the clock, and we went into half with Ron Colley and East Central tied at seven points apiece. Jerry, give me some thoughts on what you saw there in half number one. Well, good showing by uh, both
2: teams' defense. Uh, good drives by Ron Colley and East Central. Multiple play drives over ten plays each going to length of the field just picking their way down the field on running plays uh, you know what you said earlier Rob Maybe uh, something in the back of uh, East Central's coaching staff's mind having that field goal block last week you just boy you hope it does not come back to haunt the way these teams were playing we got a score by each team That could have been the winning points of the game. Who knows? Uh, These teams might come out and pitch shutouts in the second half. But Trojans get the ball first. It's a new game, it's nothing to nothing. Whoever wins the second half is going to Indianapolis next weekend.
1: Indeed. That pretty well sums it up, Jerry, and cutting right to the point on it. And uh, we thought it would be an exciting game. It has been. Not the only exciting game. In southeastern Indiana tonight, Jerry, it looks like a 7 to 7 game in the Class 1A semi-state as well, North Decatur and Indy Lutheran. And that was about 2:44 left in the half. I think they are probably at the half. Now in that game, we'll try to get an updated score for you. Lawrenceburg took a 14 to nothing lead, Jerry, in the first quarter of that ball game. in uh, their Class 3A semi-state Monrovia took the kickoff and ran it back for a touchdown. So that's wow. now a 14-7 to game at the end of the first quarter. That Monrovia team had been on quite a losing streak, Jerry, going into the postseason play, and now all of a sudden they've caught fire and they're a game away from being in the state tournament. They won their
2: first two games of the season and lost seven in a row and now have won four in a row in the tournament. And as you just said, uh, playing the Tigers tough down in the pit uh, about 16 miles south of here. So, uh, good luck to the Tigers. Good luck to the Chargers, and uh, hopefully the uh, East Central Trojans. Boy, wouldn't that be sweet? Three teams, three local teams in the state finals next weekend. But uh, would be absolutely unbelievable. It, it would give. It would be a great shot in the arm for the uh, football around this area to finally get a, maybe a little recognition uh, from the powers that be up the road. But uh, like I said, whoever wins the second half is. Uh, On to the Lucas Oil Stadium next week to play the winner of New Prairie and Kokomo in a game which I think, as in this one, Kokomo is favored by a single point. So
1: another good one going on in the Class 4A North Semi State. We'll see if we can find any updates from there as the evening goes along. Let's take another three-minute timeout here on our halftime show. We'll take a three-minute timeout, and we'll come back with more Right after this, you're listening to High School Football, the Class 4A Semistate, live from East Central on Country 103.9 WRBI.
3: What the Fumella?
6: Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, com and downtown Batesville.
11: What the fumella!
7: Attention all motorists. The white-tailed deer are on the move and crossing the roads. Joe Fetty and his staff at Fetty's Auto Body remind you to be careful when driving your vehicle. And if you meet up with a white-tailed deer... Have no fear. Call Fetty's Auto Body to get your car back in gear. If your vehicle has small dings or dents, let Fetty's Auto Body use veinless dent repair. Or, if it's a major collision repair, Fetty's will work with all insurance companies, and all work is warrantied. Fetty's Auto Body on North Dearborn Road in Sunman.
8: Rob Sig has been surveying land in southeastern Indiana for 30 years and has been licensed since 2002. This is the perfect time to order a land survey if you have a large wooded area that you would like to split, have fenced, or know where your property corners are located. It's always a good time to call Sig Surveying for all your land surveying needs. Call Rob Sig at 812 623 6700 or visit our website siglandsurveying.com.
10: Let's see.
0: Tommy wants a Heisen UTV, and Bobby wants a Tau Chow ATV. Oh, and Susie's been very good. She wants a Chow Tau dirt bike.
3: Where are we going to get all that, Santa?
0: Easy, Snowball. We'll just make a stop at Hoosier Power Sports. Ho, 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 ho. Santa knows. Hoosier
5: Power Sports is the Tri-State's largest Heisen sales and service center, along with Tau Tau ATVs and dirt bikes, with a large selection in stock for Christmas and free layaway with $200 down. Hoosier Power Sports, next to East Central High School in St. Leon.
9: Whitewater Motors and West Harrison's the most trusted name in the car business. At Whitewater Motors, they treat each customer like they're special because they are. You have high expectations and the staff of Whitewater Motors enjoys the challenge of exceeding them every time. So when you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, stop by Whitewater Motors in West Harrison and let them show you. You'll see why they're the most trusted name in the car business. Online, anytime at whitewatermotors.com.
10: Hornberger and & Sons and & Sunman is your start-to-finish plasterer and drywall EIFS contractor. Family owned and operated and serving the tri-state area since 1953, they have the experience that your job deserves. They offer interior and exterior cladding services for both light commercial and residential clients, install and finish new drywall, as well as performing repairs and renovations on existing interior and exterior walls. Hornberger and & Sons and & Sunman Visit their website at hornbergersons.com and like them on Facebook.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is
1: Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Jerry Stanger, I'm Rob Moorhead, live with you from East Central High School for the Class 4A State. We're all tied up at 7 apiece here in this one, Jerry, and our friend Andrew Shaver dropped some stats off to us here to... Jerry, tell us what uh, Andrew has on paper there
2: from this first half. <laughs> well, thank Andrew for all the other stats that he gave us uh, before we went on the air tonight—a whole booket, booklet of uh, stats. But uh, so far tonight, Cole Burton's only thrown one pass. First uh, play of the game, uh, yeah, right? from Re Central's offense. Yep, first pass, first play of the game for three yards. Uh, Josh Ringer, already over 100 yards for the night. 17 carries, 102 yards. Ryan Brotherton, 12, carries for 41. Burton, of course, the one-yard sn- sneak for the touchdown. Aston with that catch for three yards earlier. Trojans on third down, six out of eight. The Royals, three out of six, so great efficiency on third down. The bummer? Yes, sir. The Trojans are 0 for 2 on fourth downs. The Royals are 1 for 1. East Central, 147 offensive yards. Ron Colley, 94.
1: So there you have it by the numbers here in the first half in this 7-7 seven seven ball game. Jerry, if you're in the locker room with Coach Jake Miners, Doug Hogue, uh, all the, uh, the, the various special teams, coaches, and position coaches, what's the message here? at the half of this class 4 a semi-state when you're tied with Ron Collie at seven apiece well they uh,
2: you know you think back to the first series of the game when they tried to uh, have Josh ringer run it on uh, fourth and nine from the 34 I, I mean you can say whether it's a good gamble or not it seemed to give the Royals some life if Josh does punt it there and it goes into the end zone you you gain about 14 or 15 yards on a punt uh, that one that's maybe or maybe not who knows uh, the one that you hopefully they don't regret is uh, trying to short field goal here to take a lead at halftime and then coming out in the second half and getting the football. I, I think that overall, I think you've got to be pleased with the way they've played, especially on defense. Yes, the Royals had the one long drive, but other than that, they have not done anything. Uh, as I said, total yards. I mean, has Roncalli been held to uh, under 100 yards in any half this year? I seriously doubt it. So the defense is really playing well. A few times Morris has went back to throw. Um, He's got some pressure on him, Doug. He got great job calling a couple delayed blitzes there in that first half uh, to get one sack and then uh, blow up another play. So you got to be pleased with what you're doing. You just got to come out and do it again, just to maybe a little bit better in the second half. Offensively, uh, you got to finish those drives. But give Royals credit too; their defense is good. Uh, They got some horses up front on both sides of the ball, making it very difficult to run. Uh, up the middle for East Central. That one long run by Josh Ringer for 40 yards, that was a thing of beauty. But more than uh, often a nod, it's been three or four or five yards, which plays right into the hands of Randy Maxwell, our good
1: buddy. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I think he had a T-shirt on last week, didn't he? Something about yeah. running the ball. I don't, yes, exactly. yeah. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something to the effect of running the ball. Yes, I don't know. Yes. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so, it
2: said, run the football. Run the
1: football. That's what it said. Yeah, <laughs> but We might be paraphrasing yeah. just a little. Let us take another break here in our halftime show when we come back we will be ready for second half action as 24 minutes of game time separates one of these teams from a trip to lucas oil stadium to play for a class 4a state championship we'll be back after this three minute timeout with more football from the class 4a semi state at east central high school on country 103.9 wrbi
4: thinking of moving maybe settling in a state How about both? One call covers it all with Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, now conveniently located under one roof near Dover, Indiana. Both Dale and Randy Lutz, as realtors and auctioneers, have been serving the community for over 30 years. Their profession is turning your assets into cash. Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, where they're in your corner. Call 812-637-6666
11: untangling your headphones finding the right remote saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call so you can worry about more important things like finding a new favorite shirt that Simple Human Sense.
12: Ask the professionals of Southeastern Insurance in Batesville or Greensburg if auto owners make sense for you.
5: Huber Trucking, just off I-74 in Sunman, is a proud supporter of East Central High School football. They congratulate the Trojan players, their parents, and coaching staff on a great season and are rooting them on in the playoffs. Call Huber Trucking at 812-623-3570 to haul sand, gravel, and any kind of stone product. That's Huber Trucking, 812-623-3570. A proud supporter of East Central High School football.
3: You already know HR Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At HR Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See slash guarantees.
5: HR Block,
1: with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles.
12: Winter's coming. So before you travel over the river and through the woods to visit the family, make sure you call and schedule your car's winter service at Hoosier Foreign Auto Service. At HFAS, they specialize in most foreign vehicles, from oil changes to major repairs. Call Hoosier Foreign Auto Service to schedule your car. 812-576-2181. Hoosier Foreign Auto Service is located next to East Central High School in St. Leon.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9
1: WRBI Rob Moorhead and Jerry Stanger back with you from the Class 4A South Semi-State at East Central High School. We're all tied up. Trojans and Royals at 7-all. East Central prepares to receive the first half, second half kickoff and, Jerry, down the road at North Decatur, or up the road, I guess I should say, or over the road. <laughs> uh, somewhere it is, not far from here. Over the rainbow, maybe. That one is all tied up at seven apiece as well. North Decatur giving Indy Lutheran all they want in that Class 1A South Semestate. Lawrenceburg still holding a one-score lead over Monrovia, 14-7 to in the first half. We do
2: have another score to pass along in the state of Ohio. Ohio. The bowler Crusaders are beating defeating Lakota West 24-7. There is a, There are Moeller and Larsberg, two teams on East Central's schedule that could be state champions before the
1: year is out. Aston receives the football at the goal line, gets it out to the 25, breaks a tackle, and actually just shy of the 25-yard line, he will go down at the 24, and that's where East Central will start with the football here. In half number two. Eli dangerously close to stepping on the end
2: line into the end zone. A referee right on top of it, but did not let his momentum take him in. And a uh, decent enough return after the 24-yard line. Trojans take over first and ten, tied at seven. First offensive play of the second
1: half. Aston split out to the top of the formation. Trojans going right to left as we look outside the press box. Burton under center, handing to Ringer. Ringer running to the left ankle tackled as he crosses the 25 out to the 27 yard line gain a four on the play second down and six
2: again a nice tackle down low on Ringer that's about the third or fourth time where him and Brotherton looked like they had to head this team going
1: and and down they go Dylan Henry on the tackle for the Royals second down Ringer again this time running straight over the center out to the 30 yard line 31 as well they where they will mark him two yards shy of the first down brings up third down and a long two and Lawrenceburg another score has gone up twenty-one to seven with seven fifteen left in the first half down in the pit well, in you class three A. I'm sorry Rob, nope. you don't do not
2: absolutely want to go three and out here your first possession of the third quarter. This is third and a long two, maybe three even.
1: Brotherton gets it running to the right. Brotherton takes on a tackler, gets out to the 34-yard line. the push, line. has got it. Still churning his legs out across the 35 to the 37-yard line. Ryan Brotherton and company. And coming up off the pile there, one of his linemen helping him out, number 69, doing a nice job with the push. Braden Bates, the senior old lineman. First and 10 for the Trojans. All 6'6", 290 pounds. That's a big (laughs) one. He's a big young fella. Him's a big boy, as we say here. Aston and Wheat split out at the top of the formation. Burton hands it off to Ringer. Ringer running to the right. Josh hit at the line of scrimmage and give him a gain of a yard out to the 38-yard line, second down and nine.
2: You would love to see some more yardage on these runs here
1: but they're running into a tough defensive line oh yeah you got new lalk and schwartz that are 270 290 and 275 across that defensive line it's hard to move those fellas
2: yards are going to be tough up the middle we'll be surprised if maybe see a pass right here out of burton
1: there it is from the shotgun he drops back about seven yards deep has it and completed to josh ringer for a short gain just out to the 40-yard line. Give him the 41 before he's run out of bounds. Going to bring up third down and six, Jer. Yeah, yards getting t- – you know, I'm one of those guys that
2: – and Ron Colley's got about three or four or five guys that play both ways. I would love to see East Hunter go, Lump Temple here, uh, at some point in the second half here, and just run to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball and hand it off to Ringer or Brotherton as fast as you can do it and get Ron Colley back on their heels and try to wear him down a little bit. I'm surprised
1: they haven't done that up to this point. Play clock inside eight seconds. Brotherton stands beside. Now he's the only one in the backfield ringer in motion. Brack to pass and a little screen set up to Brotherton. The pass is complete. He breaks the tackle on his feet across midfield. Yeah, there they go! 40, 30, down to the 25-yard line. They'll mark him out of bounds at the 30. Ryan Brotherton takes a screen pass, breaks a tackle, and a big gainer for the Trojans. Nice
2: job by Ryan Brotherton. Burton throws it into traffic. Brotherton comes up with it, and how he got out of that mess, you'll never know. But that's what a great athlete can do. He kept looking for a hole, bouncing around, and finally found it. And down the field he went.
1: First and ten Trojans ball at the 30-yard line of Ron 29-yard catch by Brotherton. Brotherton in the Wildcat with Josh Ringer standing beside him. They hand off, excuse me, the direct snap to Brotherton. He follows Ringer on a block. Brotherton across the 25, down to the 24-yard line in the Wildcat for the Trojans. A gain of seven on the play, second and three. Nice job by the Trojans who unveil their
2: own version of the Wildcat, which the Royals did for the first time last week against New
1: Palestine. Brotherton will take the snap again in the shotgun. Ringer stands off his left shoulder. Alone at the top of the formation is Eli Aston. Again, Ringer leads the way. Brotherton has it trying to get to the outside and just a fantastic tackle for a loss that time by Ron Colley's Andrew Baugh. He came sprinting in, dropped him for a loss, going to bring up third and four.
2: That was the man who uh, the Royals had running their Wildcat last week, number 17 ball. Cole Burton checks back
1: in. Two offensive linemen come out. Third down, 25-yard line. They need to get to the 20, to the 21, third and four. They got them spread out. Three receivers here to the bottom of the formation. Hand off to ringer. He's hit in the backfield. Hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss. Number 11, Joshua Harbors, gets in there. If I'm seeing that number right, Jerry, Harbors got in there and dropped him back. And now it's going to be a fourth and about seven for East Central.
2: The Royals picked a great time to come on a run blitz with him, and nobody picked him up for East Central. That was a blown blocking assignment there. And it's fourth down and eight. Trojans
1: go under center. They send Aston in motion. They flip it to Aston. He's going to throw it. Aston going back, looking for Ringer across the middle. He's got him down at the five-yard line. Ringer taken down at the four. It's a wide receiver pass. A little trick play for this offense, setting the Trojans up first and goal. 22 yards. What a time to pull a rabbit out of the hat if
2: you're the East Central Trojans. Fourth and eight and you've got Aston throwing it down to Ringer inside the 5 at the 4. First and goal, Trojans. 7.35 counting, third quarter, in a tie game.
1: Under center goes Burton. He hands off to Ringer. Ringer going over the left guard, getting down near the goal line. They'll mark him at the 1. Second down and goal.
2: I think you're right, Rob. I think he might be closer to the 1.
5: And that it looks, looks like, like they're
2: Yep. You're right on
1: the 1-yard line. Second and goal. Last time they were this close, jo- Cole Burton kept it on a sneak. Let's see what the Trojans do. 708 to play. Third quarter. Ringer gets the handoff. Burton pushing from behind. And yes. a touchdown. Yeah! Woo! Josh Ringer takes it in from 1 yard out at 701 to play in quarter number 3. And the Trojans go on top 13 to 7. Five-minute drive to start the third
2: quarter. Two humongous long conversions. One on fourth down, one on third down by the Trojans. Big extra point here by
1: Nathan McPhee. McPhee looks to put him on top 14 to 7. He's one for one tonight. On extra points. Wheat set to hold. Good snap, the hold, the kick. That operation is successful, and McPhee's extra point is good. And East Central takes a 14-7 lead. They take the opening drive of the second half and pound it into the end zone, the Trojans. Go on top, 14-7, 7.01 to play here in the third quarter.
2: Unofficially, I got it, 11 plays, 76 yards, a big third down conversion to Ryan Brotherton and even bigger, fourth down conversion to josh ringer on a halfback option pass from eli Aston, 22 yards gets him down to first and goal at the five and two plays later the trojans are in the end zone 14 to 7 they lead seven minutes left in the third quarter
1: so the trojan defense will come out on the field and see if they can keep this ron royal offense under check here As the offense did their job, and that is why, Jerry, you defer when you win the toss at the start of this football game so you can get the ball to start the second half and try to get some momentum going your direction. See what young Mr. McPhee can do here. See if he can get this one deep. He does have one touchback tonight. Kicking the other direction, although the wind is blowing a little bit in his face here as he is kicking again right to left as we look out of this Trojan press box. McPhee approaches, kicks. Wow. Nice kick, and that'll be fielded at the two by Ron Colley. Running up the right sideline out to the 20 yard line, taken out of bounds right about the 23 yard line is the ball carrier, and that's where Ron Colley will come out to start this second half. Looked yeah. like on the run back that time, it was number 35 for the Ron Colley Royals. That's Ben Brandenburg. He averages 23 yards a kickoff return. That's just about what he got that time, Jerry. they will start at the 24-yard
2: line. Nathan, a good kick that time. When he first hit it, I thought, man, that's going into the end zone. I think it got up in that breeze. uh, Yeah, and on a warm night, I'm sure that would have, but that's a really good kick going into the wind, and as cold as it is here tonight. Great kick by Nathan McPhee.
1: Moyer's shotgun. His fullback moves over in front of him. That's Elsner. They hand it off to Hanson. Hanson, not much there that time. We'll give him... A hard two yards, Jer, maybe three. Second down and seven. Hard-earned yards by
2: Hanson. And most of his damage, he, you know, as soon as I say this, now he'll bust one to the outside, but most everything they run with him is pretty much right between the tackle somewhere up the middle. He may bounce off the tackle somewhere, but rarely do they pitch it to him wide, or rarely does a play designed to go wide.
1: He's got three committed Division I offensive linemen. The center, the left guard, the left tackle, and they'll run left this time. And again, credit that East Central defense for really clogging the line of scrimmage. Not much there. Maybe a gain of one on the play, Jerry. This is a third down and six. And how big would this be? Yeah, A three and out for the East Central defense. They've been playing well all year.
2: They've got to do it for a Another quarter and a half.
1: Third and six. Crowd comes to life with a defense chant that you can hear in the background. They're on their feet here in St. Leon. Moyers waits on the shotgun snap. They have one man in motion. Moyers drops back to pass. Moyers looking over the middle of the football field and it is complete. A nice pass and a catch out to Nolan Tunney. Just shy of midfield at the 48-yard line of Ron Colley, and that will move the chains for the Royals. Big play by
2: Ron Colley, and Moyers that time had time to set up and threw a really nice ball right down the middle, and number 10, the receiver for Ron Colley, he was actually double, double covered, but Moyers put it right in there to Tunney. Nice throw, nice catch,
1: under pressure. First and 10, ball in the 48-yard line. Ron Colley. They bring a receiver in motion. That's Tunney coming to the bottom of the formation. He stops in a plug-back position. They hand it to Hanson. Hanson following the center right across midfield to the 49-yard line of East Central. Gain a three on the play. Second down and seven. Jerry, in a warmer sport, played indoors. The Indiana Hoosiers run their record to 3-0 with a 81-79 victory over the Xavier Musketeers. Wow! In Xavier. So, good job by the Hoosiers. And down the road at Lawrenceburg. The Tigers have opened up a three-score lead 28-7. Not quite at halftime in that one. Tigers look like they're on their way to Lucas Oil. Hansen takes the handoff, bounces off a tackler, and he's Out to the outside, gets out to the 45. Jerry, I thought he was gone. Yeah, somebody got him down below there. I think Carson
2: Kelling may have got him. You're right. You you could look over at the Ron Colley sideline, and there were people jumping up and down. I thought he was gone. Yeah, and Carson Kelling uh, did what to Hanson, what the Royals have done to Ringer and Brotherton about a handful of times tonight. Looked like he had a head of steam, and he was going to take off, but Carson Kelling, a nice job. And here we go again,
1: third and four. From the Trojans, 46. Shotgun formation for Moyers. Hansen off his right shoulder. Again, Tunney in motion. Going left to right. There's Hanson. Hansen gets it across the 45, down near the 40-yard line, and that will yep. move the chains. He needed four. He got five, Jerry. Yep. Moves it down to the 40-yard line. They are in Trojan territory. The clock runs with 335 to play here in the third quarter. Very
2: quick football game here tonight, and I'm sure that people sitting outside in this are very thankful it's a quick game.
1: First and 10. Shotgun in motion. Coming to the bottom of the formation, that's all just window dressing as Hanson has the football he's got a big gainer Hanson goes across the 30 25 down to the 20 yard line Luke Hanson a big gainer for the Ron Collie Royals sets him up in the red zone first and 10 from the 20
2: far and away his biggest run of the night I doubt until that point he probably didn't have one more than about six or seven yards but he broke that one for about 20 right there
1: so the Ron Colley offense trying to answer that Trojan drive to start the third quarter. Ron Colley knocking on the door. Deep in Trojan territory. Two receivers, bottom of the formation. Hansen gets it again, running over that left side. He's going to the end zone. Hanson yep. takes it 20 yards for a touchdown. Luke Hansen, 20 yards out, makes it 14-13. to 13. Big extra point here for the Royals. Nice
2: drive by Ron Colley. They had the big pass over the middle on third down, and that kept it alive, seemed to give him a little spark, and Hansen carries it the rest of the way after that third down conversion.
1: Hanson had 32 TDs coming in. He's got two TDs tonight, 34 on the season for Luke Hansen. On to attempt the extra point is Joe Parrott, the left-footed kicker. He made the first one. In the first half, this is a big one to try to tie this football game. The kick is up, and it looks true, and it is. Parrott's extra point ties it at 14 all with 2.36 to play Eli, in the third quarter.
2: I'm sorry, Robbie. Eli nope. Aston uh, did all he could to get in there off the edge, and just a uh, tad, tad behind, or he might have got a block on that one. Tied at 14. 2.36 to go in the third quarter. This, uh, get a feeling this
1: might go right down to the wire, Rob. And Jerry, if I am correct, both these teams started their third quarter drives at their own 24 yard line. Yep. They both go 76 yards to the end zone, and we are all tied up at 14 apiece. You think these two teams aren't evenly matched? <laughs> Everything we have seen tonight says that they absolutely are.
2: Yep. That's, uh, I don't know how the John Harrell comes up with a one-point advance to either team, really. I guess home field for East Central, one
1: point. I would say that's probably about what the difference is,
2: Jerry. Larnsburg, on the other hand, tonight, they had the largest spread of any game in the state tonight. I think they were favored by 38 points, and before it's all said and done, it could be that way it sounds. two thirty-six left in the third. 14 minutes and 36 seconds of football left here at East Central High
1: School to see who goes to Lucas Oil Stadium next weekend. The left-footed parent will stay on and handle the kickoff duties on this one. It'll be the first time tonight he has done that. It is a short kick. It'll be fielded at the 20-yard line. Looks like Josh Ringer with the football Ringer across the 30, out near the 33, and he'll be taken down at the 34-yard line, and that's where the Trojans will start this next possession. Jerry, what was the drive chart on that last run? Uh, unofficially, I
2: had it eight plays and 76 yards. Eight for
1: 76.
2: Yep, Hansen
1: capped it off with the 20 yard run. Yeah, I did. He went right over the left guard, yep. Jerry, and I, he was pretty much yeah. untouched yep. going into the end zone. They might have got a
2: scrape of a hand across the jersey at the line of scrimmage, but easy run right up the gut.
1: Burton under center. Hands off to Ringer. Josh running to his right, looking for a block, has a little room out there, breaks a tackle, gets out to the 45-yard line, make it the 46 before he is run out of bounds, and I believe they'll mark him at the 47-yard line. First nope. down. I was right the first time. The 46 yard line. A first down carry of about 12 yards for Josh Ringer. Run right on
2: the spot, Rob. 12 yards up to the 46. First and 10, East Central. Clock
1: stopped at 222, partner. In the third quarter. Bretherton this time coming back to the left. Bretherton running straight up. Bretherton across the 45 into Roncalli territory. Taken down at the 40. Bretherton says, Josh, you got 12. I'll get 12 more. East Central eats up 24 yards. Their first two plays on this possession. First and 10 Trojans. Two plays. They go
2: from the Royal 34
1: to their own 41. Two receivers top of the formation this time. Burton under center. The two running backs, three yards behind him. Off to Ringer. Ringer met at the line of scrimmage. Rolls forward. Give him a gain of two on the play. Just hard-earned yards there for Josh Ringer. Looks like coming up the pile to tackle. What was Hanson on the tackle? Jerry, the big running back. Luke Hanson out there playing linebacker. And uh, brought down Josh Ringer, second and eight.
2: That's the reason I, I, I'm i always saying that to the coaches when I get a chance to say something. I want them to see go hurry up as fast as they can go and try to wear the
1: Royals down. They got a lot of guys going both ways. Ringer going right this time with the football. Gets down near the 35-yard line. We'll be just shy of there. I think they'll mark him at the 36. And now, Jerry, you're looking at third and five. Yep. Pretty central. 112 to play here in the third quarter you got to get a nice game here on third down. All the Trojan skill players looking to the sideline for the play call. Not in any hurry whatsoever.
2: Yeah.
1: Wheat's going to be split out to the bottom, Aston to the top. They'll go shotgun this time with Cole Burton. Ringer off his left shoulder, Brotherton off his right. They send Brotherton in motion. And back to pass is Cole. Cole looking for Brotherton. Has him out there. The pass is complete, but he is met immediately, and I think he'll be short. I think you're right, Rob. Of the first down. Braden Lauk made a nice open field tackle, and Brotherton, a little shaken up, gets up slowly and uh, has needs some help with his shoulder pad popping out. Jerry, we got a fourth and one situation with the ball on the 33 yard line. They need the 32. To move the chains.
2: Fourth and short has not been kind to the Trojans tonight. They're 0 for two.
1: Fourth and long, they're one for one. Josh Brotherton had the wind knocked out him on that hit, Jar. It yep. Won't surprise me if East Central takes a timeout here.
2: Well, they may have to. They're going to be. Well, the end of the quarter will go. That that's a break right there. That is their break. That's a break because
1: they do not have to burn the timeout. Great point, partner. We've reached the end of quarter number three. And we're tied in this Class 4A South Semistate, 14 apiece. Jerry, now take a 30-second timeout, come back with fourth quarter action. We're playing for all the marbles, a chance to go to Lucas Oil, here from East Central High School, right after this, on Country 103.9 WRBI. Maxwell Construction Company would like to
4: wish all schools and student-athletes good luck in their sports endeavors. To make a great team, it takes lots of hard work, practice, and dedication. Whether you're on the football field or participating in any sport or school event. Maxwell Construction, your leader in commercial construction and building solutions in Southeast Indiana since 1988. Salutes all the area teams.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9
1: WRBI. Rob Moore and Jerry Stanger, we're having some off-the-air conversation, but we are back. Nice game being brought to you in part by Hornberger and Sons, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Ison's Family Pizza. As we start the fourth quarter, East Central and Ron are tied at 14. All the Trojans are facing a fourth and one with the ball on the Ron 32 yard line. They need to get the 31 for a first down. Here's a handoff to Ringer. Ringer looking for a room, spinning it way outside. He dives and gets the first down. Josh Ringer gets inside the 30 to the 29 and jerry wow that young man made something out of nothing right there <laughs> boy
2: he sure did and the more he kept running down the line of scrimmage you just kept almost waiting for somebody to run colin to pop through there and drop him behind the line because he went down the line of scrimmage a long way before he finally cut up at the field and
1: dove at the 30 yard line needed a yard got two ryan brotherton appears to have caught his breath during the third quarter break, he's still out on the field. Uh, Ringer gets the handoff once again. Josh bursts inside the 25-yard line, down to the 22. Good blocking up front that time as Ringer goes over the right side of that offensive line for eight, or make it seven, second down and three. Nice gain on first down. Boy, that makes the
2: rest of this series that much easier. Your second down and three, you're at the 22-yard line of Ron Colley.
1: Burton hands it to Ringer once again, looking for a block. Not much there this time. Not sure. He might have lost about a half yard. Good job by Ron Colley. Stuffing up that right side that time. Going to be third down and three for East Central. But, you know, Jer, when you got two downs left, nothing really hurt there. You didn't lose the football. So get back to the line of scrimmage, and they're a heavy formation this time. They got three tight ends in the game. No wide receivers.
2: But you don't want to have to have a fourth
1: and one here. Indeed. Nathan McPhee warming up on the sideline. He'd love nothing better than a chance to kick a go-ahead field goal or an extra point. Ringer gets it. Ringer looking for a block. Gets it. Ringer jumps over a would-be tackler inside the 15, down to the 14-yard line. Nice job by Josh Ringer. and A nice lead block out there by Ryan Brotherton. Well,
2: as I usually do, I'm looking ahead down the road. Probably shouldn't be, but if you're East Central right now, you got to play so many scenarios out in your mind and play so many games in your mind. Trojans you going that,
1: wildcat here, Jer. You want that clock to keep running. Ryan Brotherton set to take the shotgun snap. He fakes it to ringer. Brotherton running to the left, looking for a block, bounces off one would-be tackler, gets down to the 12-yard line, a gain of two the hard way right yep. there. Second down and
2: eight. Burton will come back in along with Wheat. Joey Hirth and big number 68 will come out. I believe that is Sedgbeer. Yep, Jacob Sedgbeer. 6'5", 287.
1: Trojans got some beef up on their side of the offensive line as well. Burton goes under center. We're inside 10 minutes to play. It's a handoff to ringer. Josh running to his right. Bounces off of defenders. Gets down to the 10-yard line. Going to bring up third down and about seven to go. Make it six.
2: Talk about a limited possession game. Trojans had three possessions in the first half. Only their second here in the second half. And we are 930 and counting in the fourth quarter of a tie game. Third and seven for the Trojans. Wheat
1: and Aston split out wide to the right. Burton under center, ringer and brotherton. If they fake it, back to pass Burton looking into the end zone touchdown. Aston catches the 10-yard touchdown pass from Cole Burton and the Trojans go on top. 20 to 14.
2: I don't know how in the world, I'm as we all do, I'm watching the quarterback and the football. Eli Aston was just absolutely wide open in the back corner of the end zone, and it was just a simple throw and catch. Sometimes they can be the hardest ones, but Trojans come up with six.
1: 9-10 to play. Trojans on top, 20-14. To McPhee to make it 21. That's 22 touchdown passes for Ryan Brotherton on the year. Eli Aston just caught the touchdown pass to put the Trojans on top. The extra point is up, and it is good trojans on top 21 to 14 with 9 10 to play that's the seventh touchdown catch of the season for eli Aston. 21
2: 14 trojans can they hold on nine minutes 10 seconds away from lucas oil stadium are the east central trojans can they shake their nemesis since 2002. How many times have these teams played in the playoffs, either in the regional or the semi state? Ron has gotten the Trojans every time but one. That was back in 2015. Can the Trojans hold on and get them here again this year? Any Trojan fan who's been around remembers 02 and 03. They lost the regional and the semi state in overtime on this field to the Roncalli Rebels at that time. And every time that the Royals have beaten the Trojans in the playoffs, they have went on to claim the state championship in every one of those years.
1: A 66-yard drive capped off on a beautiful 10-yard pass from Burton to Aston caught Roncalli off guard looking for a run play, and East Central is on top. McPhee swings the left leg, a line drive kick that bounces and goes into the end zone for a touchback. So another nice job by Nathan McPhee and Ron Colley will take over this possession on their own 20. And Jerry, I don't know if it, if it's Randy, I don't know if it's uh, Jake uh, Miners calling the plays, but what a fantastic play call right there to catch Ron Colley off guard on the pass. Yeah, I, I, again, I,
2: I'm watching the football more than I was watching Aston, and I don't I have no idea how he got so wide open. There wasn't a Ron Collie defender within 10 yards of him. And, well, they, uh,
1: they gave a good play-action fake.
2: Yeah, I, think the, yeah. I think the defender was reading run. Right. The defender, I think, bit on the run fake a little bit. and uh, I mean, almost one of those where you almost too wide open.
1: Moyers in the shotgun. They send a man in motion. They hand it to Hanson. Hanson bounced it out to the right, and Hanson has room across the 30. Out to the 40-yard line. Hanson still on his feet at midfield. Hanson takes it into East Central Territory and is brought down inside the 45 at the 44-yard line. A 37-yard gain. Make it 36 for Hanson.
2: You wonder if the uh, other guys say he stepped out of bounds oh. back at East Central's or back at Ron Colley's 47. They do indeed, Jerry. So 20, 27-yard run by Hanson, nonetheless, and a big, big play for the Royals on first down to start this drive, down
1: a touchdown. Nine minutes to go in the game. Does not get in to East Central Territory just yet. First and ten. Back to pass is Moyer looking down the right sideline. Has a man out there. It's Tunney. And he catches the football inside the 25-yard line. Tackled at the 22 by Carson Kelly. No. Uh I guess
2: that's a missed assignment by somebody because Carson Kelling was guarding two Collar receivers that time down the far sideline, and uh, Moyers, a nice throw again. They don't throw it often, and sometimes his throws aren't the prettiest, but, man, he's the last two times he's thrown it, he has been on the money with two great throws.
1: Ball in the 23-yard line, first and 10 for the Royals. Send one man in motion, handoff to Hanson. Hanson running over the left side, drugged down by the ankles. He gets positive yardage. Coming up with that tackle that time was 36. Dylan Maxwell gain a four on the play, second and six, 8.15 to play. And of
2: course, uh, you know, I talk about trying to wear down the Roncalli defense. That might be what's happening to East Central's defense right now. They have seen a lot of Luke
1: Hanson tonight. Ron Colley sends two receivers at the bottom of the formation. Moyers with Hanson off his right shoulder. They hand off to Hanson. Running to the right this time. Spins. Gets down to the 15, 16-yard line. Going to be still two yards shy of the line to gain. Third and two for East
2: Central. That was a heck of a nice spin move by Hanson. They're going to mark it at the 16 because he was back at the line of scrimmage and two guys around him and he just did a Lamar Jackson spin move away from the defenders and picked up a couple of yards still
1: going to be third and two or a short three two receivers to the top of the formation make it the bottom to the wide side of the field fullback stands in front of Hanson he gets the football running straight ahead first down Hansen gets inside the 15 all the way down to the 13, make it the 12-yard line. It'll be first and 10 from the Trojan 12-yard line for the Royals. That's just a power run right there, yep, Jerry.
2: Yep, yep. And uh, this, this really this drive set up by that first run, he broke it off, tackled 27 yards, and they have seized the momentum. They put a
1: fullback back there with him that time, and he led the way. Same play here. They move two men in motion now to the left side. That's where they'll run it with Hanson, but he takes it and turns it immediately upfield right behind the center. He gets inside the 10-yard line down to about the seven. So a gain of five on the play. Going to bring up second down and a short five. Boy, can the Trojans bow their back
2: here. Can they come up defensively with a stop on this powerful, powerful offensive running game of the Ron Collier Royals here. Second down and about five.
1: From the seven-yard line. The fullback is Charlie Elsner. He's going to lead the way once again. They hand it to Hanson, following Elsner straight up the middle. Trojans able to stop his momentum. He's inside the five-yard line, maybe to the four. Going to be about two yards shy of the first down as we're looking at a third down play here for the Royals. Uh,
2: tall, tall order here for the East Central defense against that massive Ron Colley offensive line. Third and two from the four yard line. They basically got
1: two plays to make two yards. In the shotgun formation will be Moyers. Hansen off his right shoulder. Two receivers at the bottom. Elsner moving around, looking for a blocking spot straight up the middle. Touchdown. A four yard touchdown run for Luke Hansen. His third touchdown of the night. And it's a 21 to 20 ball game. East Central on top by one. An 80-yard drive for
2: the Roncalli Royals. And really not met with any resistance at all. They went right down the field against the Trojans that time, and they'd had no answer for Luke Hansen that time. And that young man, he's a senior, he may just said, give me the ball, put
1: the game on my shoulders. A big, big extra point. Joe Parrott to kick out of the Andrew Ball hold. The left-footed kicker tries to tie this football game up. It is up, and it is good.
2: good. Boy, it looked like it might have got close to going outside the upright over there, but it's good. 21-21, 540 left
1: in the game. Tied up. Wow, what a ball game here tonight. What a fitting game with a chance to play in Lucas Oil Stadium for a state championship championship on the line and we're all tied up at 21 21 both teams two possessions in this half both teams two
2: touchdowns trojans 11 plays 76 yards to start the half the royals come back to go 76 plays or 76 yards in eight plays go ahead rob no you go ahead finish your finish your thought I'll just i was gonna, gonna to say one. the trojans get it back they go 66 yards in 12 plays the Royals
1: go 80 yards in eight plays. Jerry, at North Decatur, Indy Lutheran is now taking a 14-7 to lead with 1.19 left right. in the third quarter. That game is a lot closer than the experts thought it would be. In the Class 1A Semistate, the one that is not close, the Tigers are on top 35-7 heading to the half. So, Lawrenceburg Tigers well on their way. Yep to playing for a Class 3A state championship next week. One of these teams, Jerry, in five minutes and 40 seconds, if we do it in regulation, one of these teams will punch their ticket to Lucas Oil Stadium to play for a Class 4A state championship. The goal of every high school football program is to be practicing on Thanksgiving Day. And one of these teams will do it. There's a little pooch kick. They pop it up, fielded by Ringer at the 25. Ringer to 30, 35, out to the 40. And he's run out of bounds right at the 40-yard line. So, good field position for this Trojan offense.
2: The sad part about this, Rob, is one of these teams is going to have to lose. And in a game like this, boy, you hate to see that. You, you wish both of them could move on and play next
1: week, but only one of them will. They will mark the football at the 39-yard line and say Josh Ringer went out of bounds there and I think it's dangerous for Ron Colley to be popping that ball up the Ringer on those kickoffs, but didn't hurt him that time. Here we go. First and ten Trojans. The handoff is the Ringer running to the right. He turns it, makes a cut upfield, gets out to the 45, making the 47-yard line. A gain of eight on the play for Josh. Second down and two. Well,
2: that's a nice run to first down by Josh Ringer. Boy, if you can get six, seven, eight yards on first down here, that is huge. You do not want to be looking at second and third and Eight or nine against this Royals defense. Yes, the Trojans have run it successfully for the most part tonight, but
1: you got to keep gaining yards here. If this Trojan offense can move this football methodically down the field, they can run a ton of time off of this clock as Ryan Brotherton takes he's the handoff. off,
2: short, short of the first down, he I believe. looks
1: like he's very close to it, Jer, out near the 49-yard line. When they finally blow the whistle, let's see. The spot will be all the difference here. It's 4.53 left to play in the contest, and they're going to mark him, And appears, just shy. Well. And I thought this would only be third down, and now they keep moving that well, like, down sign over there. And I they're going to
2: signal first down. They're, they're going to give them the first down. The referee over there on the far side signaled first down.
1: So the clock will start again, running at 4.50. First and ten Trojans, ball on the 49-yard line of East Central. No hurry here are the Trojans. Two receivers top of the formation. Under center goes Burton. Hand off to Ringer. Ringer running to the right. Met in the backfield. Breaks a tackle on his feet into East Central. Excuse me, into Ron territory down to the 46-yard line. Gain a five on the play for Josh. will bring up second down and five.
2: Boy, that play looked like he was going to get hit and dropped for a loss, but somehow he wriggled his shoulder pads free of the would-be tackler and and the picking up about 5
1: yards. Nice run by Ringer. You're right, Jerry. He's so elusive and hard to bring down. Yeah. Uh, even when they hit him, he's so slippery. They just can't, yeah. they can't pull him down. Uh, Clock stops 428 when Ringer ran out of bounds, second down. That's the downside of it. There's Ringer coming the same way again, this time hit low and barely able to get back to the line of scrimmage and goes out of bounds again. I think he might have
2: lost a yard, a half a yard.
1: Nice job by Judson Laurie coming up from his cornerback position to go low on Josh, and now we're third and maybe sixth
2: Yep. yep. That's what you can't have again, what I said earlier, a a loss or or no gain or anything of that nature that really – cripples your your offense a little bit. You're looking at third and long now, and again, Josh ran out of bounds two plays in a row and stopped the clock, or that clock could probably be down to about three minutes right now.
1: Play clock at 10, third down. Under center goes Burton. Aston alone at the top of the formation, and whistle, and I believe we got a timeout yeah. by the Trojans. Yep,
2: absolutely. And
1: we do. Let's keep it right here as there's 4.22 left to play in the contest. We're all tied up at 21 apiece. East Central facing a big third down here Jerry and really time and score situation if you don't get it here unless you're fourth and very very short I don't think you got any choice but to punt the football no,
2: you have to punt it here and play field position um, again with failed in the first half uh, with Josh Ringer back there but I guarantee you Ron Colley is going to be ready for him if it ends up being a punting situation for East Central here wouldn't be surprised here at all to see maybe a, some type of a screen pass uh, from Burton to Maybe Ringer or Brotherton. You wouldn't think they're going to run it on third and about a, a good six yards. I think they got to, yeah, they got to get it to the 41 of Ron They are on the 46. Let's see where they put it down. Yeah,
1: basically, the ball's third on the 40 and a long five, yeah. right, brother? Third and a long five. <laughs> and they're going to go shotgun, Jerry, with four receivers and an empty backfield, four receivers at the top, Brotherton alone at the bottom. This is an obvious passing formation. Let's see what they do on third and third a and long five. He's under pressure. Down goes Burton. Ball is loose. Roncalli has the football. Burton was sacked on a blitz coming untouched with Hanson. And Burton it's is down on the field. He took a solid shot to the midsection and dropped the football. And that turnover gives it over to Roncalli in East Central Territory. A sack fumble against
2: the Trojans. Wow. Wow. Can the defense come up here big and slow Ron Colley down here? They have got a short field having on the Trojans 44-yard line. The only time tonight they have
1: started in East Central Territory. And you talk about a game-changer, Hanson. Yep. Yep. The job he's done on offense and then to come over from his linebacking position and get a free run... At the quarterback, Cole Burton. And Hanson just made the biggest play of the football game. Ron Collie, first and 10. Hanson takes the handoff. And he's going to get the ball here, I would say, every play of this drive. Goes across the 40, down to the 39-yard line, a gain of four. Second down and six. Clock runs with four minutes left to play. They're going to
2: feed him the ball the rest of this possession no matter how long it takes for them to score. I really believe that.
1: Their field goal kicker has made a 33-yard field goal this year, which means they need to get to about the 15 to be in his range. Second down. Send one man in motion. Moyer hands off to Hanson. Hanson picking his spot. Gets five anyway across the thirty-five needs the thirty-three, so it's going to bring up third down and very short, making one for the Royals. Both teams, or excuse
2: me, Trojans did burn a timeout. They got two left. Rancali has all three of theirs left, and this is going to come down to East Central having to burn their timeouts because Rancali can take this thing all the way down to zero. The way they're running the ball here now.
1: The only turnover, the exception of on downs in the ballgame, the only mistake turnover, if you will, goes against the Trojans. And it set Roncalli up in good position here. There Hanson gets it again. And they are just power running straight yep. over the center and the left guard. And that's enough for the first down as Hanson carries it to the 32-yard line. First and 10 for the Royals.
2: Clock stops momentarily as they move the chains. They start it up again, 250
1: and counting. Tied at 21, Roncalli on the move. There's no doubt where the football is going. They're going to run behind Lauk, New, and, and Start Sweet. They are going to Iowa, Central Michigan, and Northern Illinois, respectively, to the left side of that offensive line. Hansen takes the handoff again, delays, runs right over top of the center. Forward for about five yards, down to the 28-yard line, second down and five.
2: Yeah, and they're getting four, five, six yards of pop. They're bringing the man in motion, giving Hanson an extra blocker in the backfield.
1: This defense needs to find a way here. they got to dig deep. They've been solid all year. Can Doug Hogue's defense find a way to stop this Roncalli drive? We're at two minutes left to play in the contest, all tied up at 21. Ron Colley, Elsner, the fullback, clearing the way for Hanson. Hanson jumps over the line of scrimmage inside the 25-yard line, and that was a flag on Ryan Brotherton two weeks ago, Jerry. Yeah. And no flag comes out here because hurdling is illegal in high school football, but no call tonight. A gain of three sets up a third down and a long one. As the clock runs at 1:33, the ball is on the 24-yard line.
2: Well, I was wondering when you sent me that text a few weeks ago if uh, some officials even know that that's a penalty.
1: Apparently, this crew does not. One man in motion. They hand to Hanson again, straight up the middle. Hanson has first down yardage as the pile is pushed inside the 20 to the 19-yard line, and that will move the chains, Jerry. We're at 1:12 left to play they're about five yards away from being in the field goal range for their kicker now i'm talking about whistler the kicker they've been using parrot tonight the left-footed kicker i don't have any indication on what his longest field goal is
2: this would be huge if the Trojans can somehow slow hansen down here just a
1: bit hansen takes it again cutting to the left breaks a tackle gets inside the 15 they'll mark him at the 15 the clock stops at 49 seconds as the Trojans call a timeout. 21-21, to timeout. It'll be second down and five, and East Central has not had an answer for Hanson here on this drive. He's carried it every single time to set them up now, second down and five from the 15-yard line. 50 seconds left, and uh, I, I... I'm not
2: sure I'd have called timeout. I, I, I'd, I'd let Roncalli, if they want to use that time, use the time.
1: Jerry Indy Lutheran has taken a 21-7 lead on North Decatur with 7:02 left in the contest. Trying to make this field
2: goal as long as you can make it here unless Hanson is, happens to break one here. Balls on the 15-yard line. And Royals have second and five with 50 seconds left. They still have all of their timeouts. The Trojans down to one. Can the Trojans find some way to thwart the Rebels
1: or the Royals here? You said you'd say that. Yeah, you did. Maybe that'll change their luck. Second down. Maybe it will. Hanson off the left shoulder of his quarterback. Moyer. Some motion prior to the snap. There it is. Hanson straight ahead. Not going to get the first down. He's going to be stacked up at about the 13-yard line. Going to be about two yards short. East Central stops the clock again at 4.6 seconds. Ron Ron Colley takes
2: a timeout, Ron. Thank
1: you, sir. Ron Colley takes that timeout with third down. And uh, so now, if you're playing for the field goal and you're Ron Colley, you can take this handoff and put the football where pretty much where you want it, whether it's middle of the field or at either hash, and uh, then line up on fourth down and try to kick a, a, a field goal to give yourselves the lead. But then again, with Hanson, Jerry, a third and long two yep, or yep. short three situation, yep. he could easily bust it for a first down here yeah. and then set you up first and goal.
2: Yeah, Ron Colley's got a decision to make, Rob, just with what you said there. They, they've got third and three. There's 42 seconds left. Do they want to trust their kicker and get the ball in the center of the field? Do they want to risk not getting the first down with Hansen and bringing him
1: on at a tougher angle? We'll see. We will indeed as the timeout is over. Third down and three. Of course, a first down, it's all a mute point. Ball to 13. Hanson is off the right shoulder of Moyer. Elsner in motion. Now they hand it. Hanson, and I don't believe he got the first down. No, he didn't get the first down. He needed the 10-yard line. He's at the 12, and immediately Ron Colley calls a timeout. And, Jerry, I think we're going to have – nope, East Central calls a timeout with 37 seconds left, and I think we're going to have a field goal attempt uh, by Ron Colley. We'll see which kicker they bring out. They're going to attempt a field goal that would be about 29 yards – Uh, If the ball is spotted right now at the 13-7, at let's make it 30 yards. It'll be a 30-yard field goal if that's what they attempt to do. Now, Jerry, you don't know. I mean, they could go for it here on fourth down with Hanson. So let's see. I got to believe at 37 seconds they're going to attempt this field goal. Well, I'm with you.
2: I honestly would not be that surprised if they bring the offense back on the field here on fourth and two. I mean, it's not... You know, it's just really hard to say. It's how much faith does Eric Quintana have in his special teams unit?
1: Eric, you want to be a head coach, looks my like friend? The, looks like the uh, offense is coming back out. Your fourth down. Yep. Near the 10 yard line. You're going for it. This is huge for this East Central defense. They may try to draw East Central
2: off sides here, then kick the field goal. The East crowd, Central's got to be ready for this. Crowd
1: is on their feet, and that may well be what it is because for they don't do much. They got Moyer under center right now. Moyer sends a man in motion, and Trojan dropped, but he didn't go across the line of scrimmage. Now Moyer steps back. He's looking to the sideline. Hansen is in behind him, and now Ron Collie. We'll call yep. another timeout.
2: That's exactly what they were trying to do, draw East central offside on a fourth and two. See. Although, like you
1: said, boy, somebody did jump, but they did get back. You can see number nine, Joe Parrott, making his way out onto the field. He's the left-footed kicker. If the operation is as we've seen it, Andrew Ball will do the holding for Barrett. Barrett is perfect on extra points tonight, has not attempted a field goal in the contest.
2: Well... Right now, 37 seconds left, tied to 21. And it's going to depend on Ron
1: Colley's field goal kicker. And The ball is on the left hash, Jerry. Yep. And he's a left-footed kicker, so he's going to have to hook this football. Uh, this is not an easy kick. No, 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 not by a, this, any means.
2: This is a, isn't an easy kick for a high school kicker if it was straight on.
1: So it's a thir- it's 13 yards for the football. The football is spotted. They'll mark it at the 20. This will be a 30-yard field goal attempt. It looks like the center is number, is it 59? No, it's 14. We'll do the snapping. So 14 is Carter Simmons. Ball will hold. Parrott, a 30-yard field goal attempt to put Roncalli on top by three. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is blocked. blocked. The kick is blocked. blocked. The kick is blocked. Ball heads the football. He's tackled at the 25-yard lines. The Trojans blocked the kick with 27.9 seconds left in the contest. And the East Central sideline is in pandemonium. Wow. Oh, man, how cool would that be if they could have run that
2: back? Wow, would that have been something. I but do they not get know, the block. I do not know who blocked the kick. I, if I had to guess, I'd say Eli Aston. I would say that, too, and he he would more than fired up. Yep, that was Eli Aston that got the block, and the Trojans smartly are going to play for overtime
1: here as they are in genuflect mode here. 27.9 seconds left. Aston blocks the kick. The Trojans will line up and take a knee, and fittingly, we will take this game to overtime. Brotherton takes a knee and steps back. The clock will run, and we will play overtime football for a Class 4A state championship, or excuse me, semi-state championship with a chance to go to Lucas Oil Stadium hanging in the balance. Wow. Let's take a 30-second timeout and come back with overtime action right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Are you in control
5: of your planter? Knowing what your planter is doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. And with Precision Planting SeedSense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know, from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter, learn more about SeedSense, and transform your planter today. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try SeedSense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. On State Road 3, just north of Greensburg, call 593-0405 or visit blackhawkag.com today
0: southeastern Indiana's sports voice is country
1: 103.9 wrbi 48 minutes is not enough to decide the class 4a semi-state south championship we are going to overtime rob moorhead and jerry stanger back with you live from east central high school where eli Aston blocks a field goal attempt of 30 yards that would have put the Ron Colling Royals on top 24 to 21 with under 30 seconds to play Aston comes up huge with the block field goal and the Trojans are able to force an overtime my oh my partner yeah what a uh so far so
2: good what a great way to end regulation blocking a possible game-winning kick Eli Aston and uh I guess we will have, actually, we will have another coin toss as Cole Burton, Rhett Smith, Josh Ringer, and uh, number 23 go out for the coin flip, Jeremy Proctor, for the Trojans. Or they will go out eventually here.
1: Indy Lutheran has taken a 28-7 lead over North Decatur in the Class 1A South Semi-State. So it looks like Lutheran will advance to next week's state championship. Lawrenceburg is leading big down in the class 3A semi-state championship 35 to 7 uh, at the half. Wow, you and this one has been what my friend calls a <laughs> Bobby Dazzler. A Bobby Dazzler and a Bobby Dazzler it is as the class 4A number 2 ranked Royals are going to overtime with the number 4 ranked East Central Trojans.
2: And these teams so Jay, have played 15 times previously coming into the night. The Royals have won 11 of the 15 previously, so they've owned East Central pretty much. But only four of those games, or I should say 10 of those 11, I'll get it right, 11 of those 15 games have been decided by a touchdown or less, and I think this will be the
1: fifth one that has gone to overtime. Burton, Rhett Smith, Jeremy Proctor, and Josh Ringer, the four captains, Head to center field, the center of the field, for the coin toss here in overtime. And we will watch the official in the white hat for what happens here. That's Mike Eason, who is the head referee in tonight's contest. And, Jerry, if I'm not mistaken, don't we go first and 10 from the 20-yard line in overtime? Uh,
2: or the 10-yard You know line? what, Rob? I don't keep up on the high school rules probably like I should. There's the toss. I don't know if it's the 10 or the 25. I don't... Honestly, I do not know. We'll find out momentarily. But you might know these two teams will go to overtime just when we thought we'd get out of here at a decent time. So let's
1: see. looks like uh, East Central... Let's see. They're winding them up. Now they're moving them back. And uh, Mike Eason has got me confused right now. We'll get it (laughs) figured out here. And... uh, see which way we're going to play. They usually play it all on the same end of the field. Too, yeah. So yeah. We'll figure that out. We are at 21-all as we head to overtime.
2: Holly yeah, so, is saying they want to go in a certain direction here. I'm, I'm like you. I thought they played it on the same end of the field.
1: Yeah, we'll see. So let's Frozen's see. one won the toss. Deferred. Which is what you would typically do in the overtime. Because you want to know, do you need just a field goal or yeah. do you need... A touchdown, so now Ron Colley wants to go right to left the same way they were going when that kick got blocked. And Cole Burton and Jeremy Proctor are pumping up the crowd as they run off. Uh, And Ron Colley's whole team runs out onto the field, jumping up and down. This is uh, high school football at its finest. Boy, isn't it, Rob?
2: This is is what these kids will remember for so long. Yep, somebody's going to lose, but... And I think these two programs have such a great respect for one another that they've uh, acquired and accumulated over the last 20 years. The first time these two teams met was the regional in 2002. So 20 years they've. This is the 16th time they've played. They played some regular season games. They've had some crazy playoff games. And uh, again, it's just two really, really good programs. Two quality programs going at it, and uh, I say, they, they have the deep
1: respect for one another's programs. So there's no question about it. Jerry, it's going to be first and goal from the 10-yard line for Ron Colley as they start the first possession of the overtime. Again, Moyer in the shotgun. He has his running back handing the football to him delayed run as he bounces back behind the line of scrimmage and hansen is dropped for a one yard loss second down and goal from the 11 hansen took the ball jerry and actually backed up a step yeah tried to choose a different hole and good job by the east central defensive line getting pushed that time dropping him for a yard loss second
2: down i think the delay may have hurt him he like you said he backed up and then did a couple little stutter steps and by that time, there was four or five black jerseys around him. Obviously, no play clock in overtime, just a game clock. You meant just the opposite of what you said, but
1: I'm with you, brother. Oh, I'm sorry. No I'm game sorry. clock, just a play clock. Right. As it's down to four. They hand off to Hanson. Hanson, over his center, gets five yards down to the six-yard line. Yep. So it's going to be third down from the six-yard line. And this is where yep. those coaching decisions come in, too, Jerry. If you don't get in here, are you going to take the points? Are you going to go forward on fourth well, down? Well,
2: this, uh, this is a huge play because this determines fourth down. If the Trojans can somehow hold Hanson down here, I, I,
1: I don't see any way Roncali puts the ball in the air. Christian Garrison, Kingston Cook, Louie Gray and company up front hold him here on third and goal from the six. Hanson off the left shoulder of his quarterback. Elsner hands it to him. Hanson up the middle. He gets down to about the three, make it the four-yard line. Yep, your
2: fourth down, and they're going to mark it about the four, Rob, the referee coming in from the side over
1: there. So a big play here. Will they try to kick another field goal here, or will they instead go for it on fourth down?
2: I think they're going to go for it here because – You know, what we have talked about earlier when East Central didn't go for the field goal, I think that having one block last week might have been in the back of their mind. So this could be the game right
1: here. It could indeed. Fourth down. If East Central holds them, they will just need a field goal to win the football game and advance to the state championship. The Trojans fans are on their feet, stomping their feet. There's the snap. And it's a drop snap. East Central has the football. Louis Gray came up with the football. Moyer could not handle the shotgun snap. Unbelievable. Louis Gray came up with it. Now the Trojans will get their possession. First and goal from the 10-yard line. First and goal. All they need is three. What
2: do you do if you're Coach Jake Miners? Do you try to take the field goal here and win the game? No. Or do you run a couple plays? Yes. And risk a turnover, just what happened to Ron
1: Colley? Nope. I'm putting the ball in my offense's hands. I'm letting Josh Ringer, Ryan Brotherton, and Cole Burton pound this football and get a touchdown to go to the state championship. The Trojan offense takes the field with a chance to go to the state finals. First and goal from the 10-yard line. They go under center with Cole Burton. Heavy formation. No wide receivers. Three tight ends. There's the snap. handoff off to, Bur- to, to Ringer running straight ahead. Josh gets three down to the seven. Second down and goal. Burton comes in behind for the push. Nathan McPhee will be warming up on the sideline in case he is needed. Second down. I'm sure the
2: Royals are... In stun mode. Everybody over there is probably in
1: stun mode. Under center goes Cole Burton. Second down. Hand off the ringer. Straight ahead. Not much there. The push gets him down to the five. Third and goal from the five. As Nathan McPhee, the sophomore, kicks footballs into the net on the sideline. You know,
2: everybody's expecting straight ahead, yard or two. How risky would it be to pitch one out wide to Ringer or Brotherton? Because if you gamble and pitch it out to them, they've got a clear path to the end zone. Ron Colley is bringing everybody up to the line of
1: scrimmage. Jake Miners wants a timeout to talk about what they want to do on third and goal from the five.
2: I've never been a fan of a timeout in this situation. (laughs) Never. Let the kids on the field and let them play.
1: So a timeout. Don't let them don't give them any time to think about anything. Timeout is taken by East Central. 21-all. We're in overtime. Ron Colley went four and out. They fumbled the football on fourth and goal. They did not get any points in their possession. The Trojans can win the football game with any points at all here and punch their ticket to the They're bringing in Nathan a McPhee right here. Game and Nathan McPhee is coming on to the field. Wheat will hold. Cole Wheat, <coughs> pardon me, ready to hold for what will be a 22-yard field goal. Nathan McPhee has kicked one 27 yards this year. And now Ron Colley will take the timeout.
2: And they'll probably use all three of their timeouts here, Rob. They've got two more to use, and I'm sure they will take both of them.
1: Indeed. The long snapper is typically R.J. Sieg. Cole Wheat has been doing the holding. Nathan McPhee, a sophomore, Jerry, on the year. He is 54 for 62 coming into the game. He's three for three tonight. So 57 for 65 on extra points. One for three on field goals with a long of 27. You might ask, why do you go for the kick on third down? A bad snap, something mishandled. As long as you fall on it, you still have a chance on fourth down. Nathan McPhee, the sophomore, first-year kicker trying to send the trojans to lucas oil stadium the timeout is over i think it's going to be louis gray doing the long snapping here wheat will hold it is a 22 yard field goal attempt for a chance to go to lucas oil stadium and win this class 4a State. a good snap a hold the kick is up and it, it is good. good. The Trojans. Woo! 4-8 South Semi-State and East Central heads to Lucas Oil Stadium yes. to play for a state championship. Final score, East Central 24, Ron Colley 21.
2: The Demons have been exercised again here at Trojan Field. Heading back to the state finals for the first time. Just 2017, and the fireworks go off. What a game.
1: What a game. Wow, Rob, what a game. The Woo! fans rush the field. Ron Colley is stunned, and the Class 4A number 4 East Central Trojans are your South semi-state champs heading next Friday to Lucas Oil for a state championship. How about sophomore Woo! Nathan McPhee nailing the 22-yard field goal to win the semi-state for the East Central Trojans. Wow, oh wow, Jake Miners gets his first semi-state championship as a head football coach, and the East Central Trojan fans are celebrating heading to the Class 4A state finals at Lucas Oil Stadium. We'll take a 30-second timeout and come back with a very exciting post-game show Right after this on Country 103.9
6: WRBI. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made-fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have Breadsticks Nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet, heat, deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com in downtown Batesville. This
0: is the Pigskin Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area football games.
1: From an exuberant East Central High School Trojan Field where the Trojans have just won the Class 4A South Semistate on a 22-yard field goal by sophomore Nathan McPhee, a first-year kicker. For this Trojan football team, his father, Brian McPhee, an administrator over at nearby Batesville High School, Nathan McPhee, puts the Trojans into the state championship title game next Friday at Lucas Oil Stadium. My partner, Jerry Stanger, who knows more East Central football (laughs) history than anybody I know, is beside himself with joy as well. He should be Jerry the Trojans. Our plan for a state championship. Yeah, it's uh,
2: unbelievable, Rob. It really is. It's so great, and and I will tell you again. I, I'm one of those guys that it's it's thrilling and exciting. I, there's no word to describe it. But you you do. There's a part of you if you're a true true sports fan and you thoroughly enjoy the the, the the meaning of sports, the competition part of it, and all those things that go into it, there is a small part of you that feels bad that somebody had to lose, and it, it was the Roncalli Royals here tonight. They are a cr- tremendous program, and I'm sure they will... I, I, hey, I'll say it right now, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if these two teams are playing next year uh, for the right to go back to Slutka Soil Stadium, because the Trojans, they got a lot of guys coming back next year. We don't want to get it too far ahead of ourselves, but... Uh, a great job. It was just an unbelievable game. Both teams come out in the third quarter. and uh, Yeah, let's run that down, Jerry, yeah.
1: and kind of tell the fans how that happened. Yeah. It was tied up 7-7 to at the half. East Central got the first possession in the second half. They go 11 plays, 76 yards, and Josh Ringer takes it in on a one-yard touchdown run. But, Jerry, you got to go back to the fourth and nine play on that one where they ran a halfback pass or a wide receiver pass, if you will. On fourth and nine, they sent Eli Aston in motion, pitched it to him, and then he took the pitch, ran to his right, stopped, and fired a pass 22 yards down to Josh Ringer at the four-yard line to set the Trojans up first and goal. Ringer ran it in two plays later from one yard out, and the McPhee extra point put him on top, 14-7. to Ron Colley gets the possession. They go 76 yards. On eight plays, capped off by a 20-yard touchdown run by Luke Hansen, Parrott's extra point tied it up at 14-all with 2.36 to play in the third quarter. The Trojans got the ball. They kept it throughout the end of the third quarter. They got it at their own 34. They went 66 yards on eight plays, and they got a 10-yard touchdown pass from Cole Burton to Eli Aston with 9.10 to play in the contest. McPhee's extra point put him on top 21 to 14. They kicked it off to Ronkali. It was a touchback. Ronkali started the 20-yard line. Jerry, they went eight plays and 80 yards. And Hansen with his third touchdown of the night from four yards out. Parrott's extra point was good. Made it 21 all with 540 left to go. East Central got the football back. And they were <clears throat> excuse me moving down near midfield. They faced a third and long, and for the only time tonight, they went with an empty backfield. Cole Burton took the snap, and as he dropped back to pass, <clears throat> excuse me, Luke Hansen blitzed and came unblocked at Cole Burton, hit him solid in the chest, forced a sack fumble. It was recovered by Ron Colley at their own forty-four yard line, or excuse me, at the Trojan forty-four yard line with. 44 minutes and 14 seconds left to play, and it looked like the Royals were going to be able to run this game out and score the final points to win it. They got it all the way down inside the, the 15 yard line, and they set up for a, a field goal which could have won the football game. And with 27.9 seconds to go, Eli Aston came out of nowhere and blocked that field goal to send this game to overtime. Ron Colley got the first possession in overtime. The Trojan defense stepped up big, forcing a fourth and goal from the five-yard line. And on the on the only time tonight when it happened, it was a snap that was unable to be handled by the quarterback for Ron Colley. Moyer dropped the snap. So East Central recovered and took over on downs anyway. So East Central got their possession first and goal from the 10 in overtime two running plays got it down to the five yard line and on third down after a couple of timeouts the Trojans decided to go for the the field goal situation the Trojans snapped it back put it down on the 12 yard line the 22 yard field goal was up and good by Nathan McPhee giving the East Central Trojans a 24 to 21 semi state championship victory in just a fantastic ball game here at East Central, East Central runs their record on the on the season to twelve and two. Ron Kali will finish at twelve and two. The Trojans, the Semistate champions, will head to Lucas Oil Stadium next Friday afternoon. We are going to take one final break, and we'll come back with some post game interviews right after this from a victorious East Central High School Trojan field. The Trojans are your Class 4A semi-state champs. We'll be back after this one-minute timeout on Country
7: 103.9 WRBI. Attention all motorists. The white-tailed deer are on the move and crossing the roads. Joe Fetty and his staff at Fetty's Auto Body remind you to be careful when driving your vehicle. And if you meet up with a white-tailed deer, have no fear. Call Fetty's Auto Body to get your car back in gear. If your vehicle has small dings or dents, let Fetty's Auto Body use Veinless Dent Repair. Or, if it's a major collision repair, Fetty's will work with all insurance companies, and all work is warrantied. Fetty's Auto Body, on North Dearborn Road in Sundman.
8: Rob Sig has been surveying land in southeastern Indiana for 30 years and has been licensed since 2002. This is the perfect time to order a land survey if you have a large wooded area that you would like to split, have fenced or know where your property corners are located. It's always a good time to call Sig Surveying for all your land surveying needs. Call Rob Sig at 812 623 6700 or visit our website siglandsurveying.com.
0: Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9
1: WRBI. Rob Moorhead, Jerry Stanger back with you from East Central High School where the Trojans are your Class 4A South semi-state champions. Jerry, Andrew Shaver brought you down some statistics. Read them off for us, brother.
2: Well, Cole Burton uh, only threw it six times. Thankfully for him, he completed five of them. Uh, and a big one, 24-yard uh, touchdown. Or Excuse me, uh, 5 out of 6 for 50 yards. Aston uh, caught the uh, only pass of the night for a touchdown for him. Josh Ringer on the night. Boy, this is a workmanlike game for one number 15 for the Trojans. 36 carries, 164 yards. Ryan Brotherton chips in with 18 carries for 69 yards. Brotherton, Aston, and uh, Ringer all had a couple of catches. And, of course, Aston, his one went for a touchdown. So uh, I'm not real good at doing math in my head, Rob, as old as I am. But uh, a <laughs> great <laughs> a great night for the Trojans on the ground. 54 carries and, uh, let's see, 100 and, heck, I don't know. I, I'm so shook up right now I can't even probably do two plus two.
1: <laughs> That's six. What's <laughs> one sixty? 4 and 70, Rob. 164 and 70 is going to be 234.
2: There you go. 234 on the ground between Ringer and Brotherton on 54 carries. Not a great per carry average, per se, but it was enough to grind the clock. And and you you look at a game like this and you go back through it. Um, Those things all helped. Uh, There were times when you sure you want Josh and Ryan to break some big runs and, and run the. You know, lots of yards, but it, it, you look back at a game like this, you're almost thankful that it was a grind them out game uh, like it was for East Central because it kept the clock moving and it limited the possessions. Uh, I honestly believe that East Central's defense was starting to get worn down, uh, which does not happen very often, believe me, but when that big offensive line starts wearing on you and wearing on you and... Your running back, Hanson, is just starting to really pound the ball. And he broke about two or three big runs here tonight uh, to really keep this team in the game. And I and I, I do. I, I think it was just a matter of uh, either Hanson or Coach Quintana for the Royals saying, we're going to give you the ball and we're either going to win with you or we're going to lose with you. Boy, what a great – but the defense bowed its back when it had to when the Royals got the ball first in overtime and they were able to uh, – shut Hanson down on the third and goal run and, and, uh, and, which I'm sorry go ahead Rob. Jerry
1: I'm gonna let you do this but by golly here we have the head coach of the class <laughs> 4A South Semistate champs Jake you. you had it all the way baby that's <laughs> Jake Miner
2: Jerry you take it away my friend Hey, well I've, the one good thing about it Jake the rest of the games you're going to play this year will be indoors. Yes,
13: yes, and that's the truth.
2: <laughs> this has got to feel tremendous for you. Absolutely, a tremendous, tremendous feeling for you. I, you know, I, I'm the work that you probably put in, and your coaches. And high school football is just about a year-round job anymore, Jake. Yeah. And uh, this has got to be so gratifying and so rewarding if you can just. Off the top of your head what what does it mean to you personally and and for your guys out here on the field
13: yeah well, first of all, you know it, it's the players uh, you know that they, they have put in work starting at uh, the first week of January. We talked about it before the game tonight, first week of january uh, that's how long we've been working for this opportunity in this moment and uh you know
1: (laughs) coach Scott Schwartz up here giving Jake a little business as well Uh, celebrate buddy celebrate yeah
13: but you know this is a fantastic job tonight um what a great team, Ron Kali oh, is. Oh my goodness! Uh, but two great you know, teams,
1: do, coach. Two yeah.
13: great teams. We've we've been on the wrong side of some of these uh, in my coaching, uh, short coaching career here, uh, where we've lost on you know a couple of these last second field goals. So to and, finally and turn the And how that
1: happening the night? I mean, talk oh, about yes, that blocked yes. field goal at the end of regulation.
13: Well, we we told the uh, defense, you know, we were burning timeouts there at the end of the fourth quarter, just honestly trying to save a little bit of time for our offense. Just in case they hit a field goal there, um, our defense was reeling. Uh, they got mm-hmm. some big boys up front. Uh, just we were we were gassed. Um, but they, you know, we called a timeout and just asked the guys to to keep rallying, force them into a fourth down to force the field goal. Then let, hey, we're going to block this field goal, and. Uh, Man, did they do it. You know, Eli Aston, he probably wished we'd throw the ball a little bit more to, to him tonight, uh, to be honest with the, with the game plan. But how important he is to our football team in every role that he plays. And uh, he came close on a couple PATs. Yeah, he did. Um, we came off to the sideline, just told him, hey, you know, keep going after it. You're going to get one here. And uh, boy, did it pay off tonight.
2: I, I said the same thing. Uh, it seemed like in the second half they were going to live and die with Hanson and why not yeah. uh, with the guys that he's got up front. Man. And right before, like I just said, it seemed like they were starting to wear on our defense, which yep. doesn't happen very often. Uh, but they yeah. got some big boys up front and wear them. Yeah. But man, man, oh man, did they dig down deep on that third and goal down here and shut him down and, and force him. And when you called the timeout and you sent him back out. Um, I said to Rob, I said, they're going to try to draw them off sides here. Yeah. When you're yeah. in the huddle like that, are you telling your guys that?
13: Yeah, yeah. Of course, in that scenario, we're telling them, hey, you know, <laughs> we're kind of – they're probably thinking we're speaking out both ends of our mouth because we're like, (laughs) hey, you you can't jump off sides, but at the same time you got to get a good jump if they snap it because if we're caught flat-footed, they get a first down there and maybe they're able to punch it in or or whatever. So our guys being able to to stop them there was huge. Um, And then those guys, uh, you know, they were gassed. And then we went in overtime uh, with extra time. And then our defense stood strong again and gave Nate a, an opportunity there.
1: And talk about Nate. Sophomore, first-year kicker. Yeah. What a huge <laughs> position to put that young man in, and, and yeah. the whole operation worked to perfection. I mean, they, they don't get much uh, much
13: better than that, or you know, much more stressful than that. But uh, Nate's done a great job for us this year. He is a first-year kicker for us. Coach Brown Dyke does a great job with our kickers, um, and, and he puts them through those scenarios so that they can mentally understand it and what's going on there. Um, and, and the whole operation was perfect. We knew we wanted to kick it on third down because yep. if it was a drop snap, we still have another opportunity uh, on fourth down so we we're setting the whole thing up we we're trying to keep it in the middle of the field because that's all we needed and Um, even our boys you know you don't talk to kickers in those scenarios kicker goes and gets his mind right and uh our guys you know we had one blocked last week that that's Mm -hmm. uh we weren't excited about but we really put in a a lot of effort and a lot of work this week on the PAT team because we we know that you know when we face Ron Colley it always seems like expect the unexpected uh we haven't been in the end of the game scenario being able to kick a field goal like that so uh just a credit to our players for coming through.
2: When uh, in the first half, when you were down here and you did not kick the field goal, um, I wasn't too happy about it. I'll be honest with you.
13: (laughs) Is that in the back of your mind what happened last week? Oh yeah, hands down. Um, You know, there's a thousand things running through your mind. There, Um, uh, you don't want to, you know. uh, not that I didn't have confidence that we could go out there and kick it but uh, Nate's much better much more comfortable from the middle of the field we're on the right hash it'd being a tough angle there um, in hindsight yes I should have kicked the field goal I told the guys that at, that at halftime I said I should have t- taken the points but um, I felt good about the play call that, that we had yeah. and it felt like that we could get the yards um, and we just didn't execute so it, it wasn't the perfect play call I guess but uh, you know y- you don't get to the state championship without taking a couple risks um, uh-huh. w- you know we even the one that Burton, um, you know, got sacked and there was right. a fumble there towards the end of the game. That's a risk that we're taking um, because we, we like the uh, isolation matchup that Ryan Brotherton had on their corner and that's what we were looking to get and looking to hit. That's what we got. Um, unfortunately, Luke Hansen also plays defensive line well, he and he, uh, he, he came flying off the edge uh, and got us. So, it, you know, it, but it's a back and forth game. It's a chess match and how close everything was. And every play is just so stressful. Um, and our guys just kept, kept saying, coach, we got it. We got it. We got it. And so, you know, they end up coming through tonight and they get, the payoff is now they can go to the state championship.
2: Uh- Pretty much the same look like to us anyhow up here. Pretty much the same offense uh, that you ran last week against Memorial. Is that something that again you're looking at Ron Colley's film and hey we can have success doing this? Does that change from week to week depending on the opponent and the schemes that they run, or hey this is what we're doing the rest of the year?
13: No, for sure. Uh, You know we we were definitely a spread team early in the year, Um, and so teams were playing us in the spread, and so then we were able to uh, we were able to start um, you know getting into some heavier sets, but. Um, what well, we knew. You got some guys. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we're gonna you make, some, to we're gonna make some stars
1: out of guys here Easy in a little there, bit. So. You got play next week. <laughs> <laughs> Burton but, jumping around the bleachers up yeah. here because Jerry and I are trying to get him for an interview.
13: If
7: but, he gets
1: injured, we're in big trouble. Yeah. But you know, uh what we saw
13: on film it, and it's something that we we got to the first time around. Uh, they're big up front, uh, oh. but, but we felt like that. Our guys and their speed around the edge can, can really, really impact them. And, and really, um, you know, we were able to make yardage around the edge there because they're big boys. We felt like we were more athletic than them. Um, we were not we did a nice job of mixing things up. I'm sure Mr. Seven there would have liked to throw the ball, you know, again a little <laughs> bit more. But uh, he came through when it mattered for us. Uh, and those are some big pass plays, some big moments for us. Um, is he hurt? Nah, he he's going to be hurt. Right. stretching out his back. This is, there. This is cool. Feel a little bit so <laughs> this is cool he'll be all right well, we got so, three guys up here we yeah, got colbert yeah, we got josh jake, ringer jake, we got ryan brother thank Brotherton. you so much thank
1: you guys congratulations you guys. jake hey we can't wait to see you in lucas oil yeah. next friday i don't know if i'll make it up those stairs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank we'll you Coach. jerry down yeah. jake Miners. let's take a quick Take no, a. no th- let's not you let's don't keep You're it right sure. here all, I right. Right. I want to keep all right. right here get over here fellas. josh come over here josh ringer number 15 jerry take it away uh,
2: a workmanlike game for you tonight, Josh. Uh, they're tough, aren't they? Yes, sir.
13: They're, they're a good football
2: team. How, how's it feel?
13: It's great, honestly. I, I didn't expect to go this far, but we believed in each other, and we believed in ourselves, and we made it happen.
2: Uh, a workmanlike game for you tonight. 36 carries, 164 yards, but those are tough yards, weren't they? Yes, sir. Very tough. Very tough yards. Uh, all right. Uh, any thoughts on your opponent next week?
1: Um, who,
13: do we, who do we play?
2: We're, We're not even. Sure. We don't even know who you we play. don't know. Doesn't
1: matter. Oh. <laughs> That's right. We'll worry about that next week, right? Let's, let's put to him. Let's go. Let's, let's, go. Them. let's go. Let's go to Ryan Brotherton. Ryan here.
2: Brotherton. Uh, no, no. A, a little bit of the a, a wildcat tonight. Is that something you guys been working on in practice?
0: Uh, yeah, it just started this week. So uh, it's pretty new to us. And uh, do you like it? Obviously, the snap's going to you. Yeah, I like taking control.
7: (laughs) That
2: does does not surprise me. You didn't have the numbers tonight, but like these guys said and uh, you guys were probably about junior high back in like, 2017 it's uh, you buying into the team aspect and uh, having heart and things like that that'll get you guys that'll get you guys a long way you got one more to go yes, sir right all
1: three of you guys you're juniors I mean here you are junior year and you're making a trip to Lucas Oil Stadium what's that mean to you
0: it means everything to me obviously when you're little that's what you dream of. The next level, so and you when you're younger, you're
2: watching the other guys who went up there in 15
0: and 17,
2: and you yeah. know Josh's older brother Sam unfortunately couldn't play in the game last year against Memorial. Uh, I'm, I'm sure this means a lot to the guys that are, are, that have played that did not make it here between those years, and yeah. you guys, you guys doing that for them.
1: I got to tell you something else. He's a lot bigger than he looks from up here <laughs> down there. He's looking me in the eye here, yeah. and I'm about six five. I wouldn't want <laughs> to, ta- I wouldn't want to tackle this guy, and I could never keep up with Rainer. I know that. So my gosh, no one of these guys put so main points on the board. Hey, congratulations, guys! Let's get QB1
2: in here. Burton in here. The guy who, the guy who runs the whole show. How you feeling?
13: I'm feeling alright. I was just cramping up a little bit.
2: Uh, you took a good shot down there earlier, uh, didn't you? Uh, blindsided you. Yeah,
13: I mean, I knew I had to get the ball out quick.
2: I mean, they were bringing the house, but
13: I mean, it turned out good. So you didn't I'll take it off.
2: You didn't get to throw the ball much tonight, but you got two incredible guys standing behind you to handle yes, it. Yes, sir. Off I to. mean, they're
13: they're amazing athletes. They got they got the job done. I mean. We game plan going into this. It was going to be cold. Get the ball in their hands, let them work. Did the cold it. weather
2: have any effect on any of you guys uh, tonight?
13: We, we practiced outside all week this week. and I think it was even colder <laughs> some of the week, days we practiced this week than it was tonight.
1: But, to cold. something else I like, in this offense you guys have been running the last couple weeks, when you hand it off, a lot of times – you yeah. turn then, and you start becoming a pusher from behind to try to keep these guys going, and that's a that's a great effort from the quarterback. I uh, yes, talk sir. about that.
13: Especially how many close calls we had tonight: third and two, third and three. I mean, I was just trying to
2: get behind and shove them forward. What's going What's going through your mind when you see them going down and and? looks like they're going to kick a field goal and Eli Aston, who we should have up here as well comes in for the block I mean can you even explain the emotion and the I mean, joy that you feel I, I definitely feeling? had a
13: feeling that we were going to block it and he got he got real close in this first two so yeah. I mean we all had a feeling
2: hey guys great news the rest of your games this year are indoors that's <laughs> right,
1: that's right. <laughs> gentlemen congratulations thank you so much guys we can't wait to see you this next is week is awesome. but Lucas Oil, this is awesome so. go get yourself a state championship not yet we're we're rolling. You guys take your picture, Jer. I can wrap this thing up. So uh, we're having a lot of fun here in our post-game show as we celebrate a semi-state championship for the East Central Trojans, the Class 4A South Semistate, with a 24-21 win. The number 4-ranked Trojans avenge an earlier season loss to the Ron Collie Royals, and East Central is heading to Lucas Oil Stadium to play for a state championship. Jerry, I think we can just about wrap this copy up. Give us some final thoughts on a lifelong East Central Trojan football fan about what this means to you tonight. Feels good.
2: This will be the uh, fifth trip that the East Central Trojans are making to the state championship game. Uh, It's been a long, hard process, and, uh, you know, they're not quite... You know, some people will say they are. Um, you know, you got the collies and the Chittards and the Cathedrals in uh, Indianapolis who have won so many state championships. But, you know, I don't know if you can measure or if you do uh, a team's program, a school's athletic football program or whatever the sport may be by the number of state championships you won. The Trojans have have uh, going on to their fifth state championship game. I think that qualifies them for a pretty darn good football program. Um, people know that uh, down here in southeastern Indiana, you don't really get a lot of ink and a lot of pub, uh, but it looks like we're going to have two teams in the same conference in the same county going to Lucas Oil Stadium next week. The Trojans will play on Friday afternoon at 3.30, and looks like the Tigers are going to be playing on Saturday.
1: They will indeed. Lawrenceburg gets a 35-7 to victory over Monrovia. Congratulations, Coach Ryan Kaniga and the Lawrenceburg Tigers. They will play on Saturday in the Class 3A game, also at 3 o'clock. So uh, Friday and Saturday at 3 o'clock, you'll have East Central playing. You'll have Lawrenceburg playing. Jerry, good news for our fans is Country 103.9 WRBI will carry the East Central Trojan State Championship game next Friday. Uh, Couldn't be more excited about that. I'm going to tell a personal note here. I'll be up there next Saturday on the IHSA Champions Network doing color commentary on the 3A and 5A games, so I'll get to call that Lawrenceburg game as well. Can't wait for that, and it's going to be a great time. Southeast Indiana, EIAC, showing out very well here uh, in high school football. You know,
2: like I always tell everybody, we are the only station in the entire world where you can hear every snap of every East Central football game. Country 103.9 FM WRBI, your sports voice in southeastern Indiana. And
1: that one will also be on com next week in the TuneIn Radio app. So, Jerry, we want to encourage every East Central fan who's listening to us tonight that's going to go to that game next Friday, take along your phone, get on the iTunes, uh, the, the TuneIn Radio app, and you can listen to the broadcast during the ball game next week as well up in Lucas Oil Stadium as the Trojans will play for a state championship. And I uh, have I, no idea who
2: won between New Prairie and Kokomo. I'm sure were it's over by now.
1: 12 and 1 we will get a I tell you what, I know back in the studio at some point whether it's tonight or tomorrow they'll have that. Here's one more piece of good news for you Jerry. Brent Lee shared that this broadcast was indeed recorded. He will put it up on Sweet. the station website, and Sweet. folks can go back and listen to all the excitement in this overtime victory tonight. Jerry, what a pleasure calling this game with you. I know how much East Central football <laughs> means to you, and that that rubs off as I stand here and, and work with you. And Just congratulations, and uh, looking forward to calling one more with you next week. It's just, it's just a weird uh, turn of events, and again,
2: I every time these two teams have played, I have been right here in this same spot watching them unfold and you always there's so many games where these two teams have played and Ron Collie as it has been so many times going down the field and in winning a game in overtime or in the last minute or so of regulation the tide finally turned Eli Aston comes through with the block they get no points and there, there was something about it that that exact moment you felt that they were going to finally win yep. this game tonight. And you and God, Nathan McPhee, a sophomore, never played football in his life until about four or five months ago. He's a hero tonight. What a great job for him. And like you said, I think you mentioned it earlier. Uh, I know his dad a little bit as well. And so happy for him and his entire family that that young man sends his team uh, to the state finals next weekend.
1: Our man Tom Snape from WRBI comes through New Prairie Ten Kokomo Nine. Final score: wow. East Central taking on New Prairie next Friday afternoon for a state championship in Lucas Oil Stadium. I want to say congratulations again. To coach Jake Miners and every single football coach on that East Central sideline, I want to congratulate Donnie Stonefield, the AD, Tom Black, the principal, and my good friend, the superintendent, Dr. Andrew Jackson, and everyone involved with East Central football on this semi-state championship. Everybody will look forward to heading to Lucas Oil next Friday night. We want to say thank you to our fine sponsors as well: Cornerstone Realty and Lutz Auction Service, Petty Auto Body, Maxwell Construction, H and R Block, Whitewater Motors. Blackhawk Precision Ag, Hoosier Power Sports, Hornberger & Sons, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Ison's Family Pizza, Sieg Surveying, Hubert Trucking, Southeastern Insurance, Guts Wheeler, and Hoosier Foreign Auto Service. Those are the sponsors that brought you Seminole State Football on Country 103.9 WRBI. I want to say thank you to Jeff Smerdell for running the board for us back in the studio, and Brent Lee, our general manager, for putting us on the air here tonight. Once again, the final score... In the Class 4A South Sim Estate, the East Central Trojans knock off the Ron Colley Royals 24-21 to in overtime. Trojans will play for a state championship next Friday night. Until then, for all of us here at Country 103.9 WRBI, for Jerry Stinger alongside, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for listening. Good night, everybody.